like hearing the following words: booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, booger face. Then this show might not be for you. I have Matt Barry. Hey, 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 Mr. Rick Doucette. Sorry, I've not not that one. The oh, other one. This one. Yeah, I'm on this one. You're on that there one. There we go. Now, if we all of a sudden stop hearing you, you just got to kind of tickle the back a little bit, give it a little pinch. I know the deal. <laughs> we also have Mr. Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, answering the phone. If you want to give us a call at nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. Yeah, you you can you can call us at any time. Uh, if if we're drinking beer though, at uh, from ten thirty to eleven, we might not take your call. But you know yeah, what? Yeah, but what if they want to chat about beer? Um, they're gonna have to wait till eleven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, on, on Fridays we do the segment, and normally uh, on Fridays it's sponsored by the liquor shop. From uh, four thirty to five o'clock, they give us different beers. And we chat about them. Tomorrow we have a lovely lady coming in, and she's bringing us some vodka and stuff. But I don't want to answer the phone while I'm having fun. <laughs> well, you know, Bob answers the phone, man. That's his. Business. He does, but then we have to like stop what we're doing. All right, look, That's if you want to phone- call us while we're drinking the different beverages. I'll consider it. It's when the phone always rings, too, when fun's happening. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, what, what else do we have going on? Um, you know what? Uh, in lieu of a phone call I got earlier this week at 9.30, we're going to chat about uh, some of the worst things to do if you've been drinking. Hmm. I don't think you understand what the phrase in lieu of means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure in lieu of means instead of. Yeah. Oh. Are, are we going to take? Are we gonna talk about the call? Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, okay, we'll, I think you we'll mean, like, right after yeah, we talk no, about I, that. I, yeah, no, I, I thought it was, like, because of. No, no, no it's no, actually no. the exact yeah. opposite. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what? That, that's how I got <laughs> through. It fell through. I thought fell through means, like, things are working out. Man, I got that wrong. <laughs> uh, what was I, the I con- never know what he's kidding. What was the context you messed <laughs> up oh, fell through fell in? through? Uh, I thought people were going to be coming by next week because plans fell through. And then the people that were with me were like, oh, actually, no, that means they're not coming by next week. <laughs> I was like, what? I've been saying this wrong my entire life. <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Sometimes, right? Look, learning has happened today. So th- so thank you, Matt and Barry. This, this is the college degree, Chris, we're talking to I right know, now, dude, right? philosopher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I... I um, I miss out on those moments in life because I'm, like, so smart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel I miss out on stuff like that. Like, I hear Bill Burr on his podcast. He does stuff like that. Like, he told Nia, he was like, yeah, where's the 17th chapel? Right. Because they went to see the si- Sistine, Sistine oh, Chapel. Oh, right, yeah. They were at the Sistine. He's going, where's the 17th chapel? <laughs> 
Like, why is, why is the 16th one the big deal? And she just looked at him and rolled her eyes like, oh, my God. I, but I, like, I miss out on great moments like that. Great comedic moments. <laughs> well, uh, maybe it's the, the beverage. I'll, I'll blame the dead record. Uh, that's, that's great, though. BJ, uh, he, he let me get a, a, a nice 32-ounce growler of uh, the Dead Reckoning, which is an IPA, 5.5%, and it's been very drinkable, and I've been enjoying it for the past three weeks. So, good job, guys. Kudos on your Dead Reckoning. Can you IPA imagine somebody, somebody falling through the roof around Chris's house, and they're like, oh, my God, your dad fell through, and he's like, all right, so was he stopping by, or <laughs> call 911. <laughs> Uh, so I, I did. I, I got uh, one of my first complaints this week. Uh, I, I, I th- all right, you know, I'd say maybe my second. Remember Blade Runner, who the Australian dude that shot his girlfriend? Oh, yeah, Oscar Pistorius. I didn't know that happened that weekend, and it was like Valentine's Day weekend, so I was trying to be funny, and when we were playing all the romantic songs, I played Guns N' Roses. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. Yeah. So a woman, she called me up, and she said... Do you think that was necessary? Do you think that was really appropriate to play that song? And I was new here. I was probably working here for maybe, uh, I don't know, three months, three, four months. But you weren't, time. like, talking about the Olympics or anything? No, were nothing. Okay. Didn't even know anything about that story. But uh, I wasn't doing the news or anything at that time. I, was, I wasn't even yeah. paying attention. That's yeah, not no, fair. He thought Harrison Ford was just back in theaters. That's right. Like, <laughs> I got to go catch that, dude. <laughs> so I, uh, I told her to listen to another station. And, uh, and lo and behold, she... she emailed the owner and i had to apologize to her on the air the next day pretty much how rude i was and uh <laughs> I, how dare i tell her to listen to another station no, man, i mean so what you just you played a guns and roses song which by the way other radio stations probably played that right, weekend at right. one point and in it's not like it was directly in reference to it you guys weren't even talking about it. and look let's let's be honest a girlfriend gets killed every weekend okay <laughs> it's not like that was the only one sometimes twice <laughs> in all fairness i think it was about a dog too it is about a dog the song's about a dog but yeah. i guess the problem uh you, you never tell somebody oh, that... to listen to another station that <laughs> when you work at a radio station uh, i don't know man that you don't say yeah what big power play that uh howard stern and opie and anthony oh, yeah. have used so that's right you know, that's yeah. a that's a power move dude yeah listen. you don't like me go somewhere else I got plenty of fans. Mm. That's a power play, bro. So, that was probably my first complaint. And uh, this time, um, uh, a very she sounded uh, quite nice. She called in and she said, is Teddy there? And I said, no, Teddy left for the day. And uh, uh, she said, well, who can I talk to? I'm like, you can talk to me. And she's like, oh, well, I want to complain. Well, no, she said, who's this? I'm like, Chris. She said, oh, yeah, I want to complain about you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'll give it to her. I, I really enjoyed hearing that. I'm like, well, complain away. Awesome. Yeah, I live for those phone calls. So what was her complaint? Well, it, it's because um, there was a news story that popped up. Or even, let's go back a little bit with the whole Yes on 4 campaign. <laughs> I was so passionate about it. That was the weed thing, right? That was. Uh, yeah, make it uh, uh, legal, uh, legalize oh, marijuana we're recreation. Talking about it again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, and I was all for it because you know Teddy, he's against it. So my co-host, I, I think Teddy's awesome, but that's like the one thing we disagreed on. Has we, he ever smoked weed? No, he's then he weed. shouldn't weigh in on the topic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he works really closely with uh, 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 Megan's House, which is a foundation for uh, uh, women who have um, uh, uh, struggling with addiction problems too. So I think sometimes when you see what certain drugs 
do to people, it's so easy to lump them all together. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think he's seen. So okay. he thinks, you know... Yeah, like, you no, should always wanna... make broad assumptions based yeah. on yeah. the experiences <laughs> you might have. Be... On, the, on your little bit of information you've yeah. had, sure. And it, it's easy experience. for some people to do, and I understand it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I've kind of uh, brought him you know, more towards my side with some of my arguments, but uh, it, we talk about it, and I'll be damned if it's going to be a one-way conversation. On so that. your arguments fell through with him? <laughs> no, they, they, they landed. <laughs> well, uh, the, the other day, uh, the story was of um, uh, some bureaucrat saying how um, marijuana will be a boom business in, in Massachusetts, and mm. you could do so many things, and tourism is going to be huge. You know, think about the things you could do. You know, instead of, like, painting and drinking wine, now they, they, they had this idea that, you know, puff, paint, and pass, or, or something silly yeah. like that. Now, instead of painting and drinking wine, you can smoke weed and listen to Pink Floyd. Like <laughs> right. So, uh, and he is very cynical about this. Like, yeah, right, no way. And I'm, I'm very optimistic. So I'm pe- speaking my point, point of view. Yeah. And then once the show is over, she called up, and, uh, cause, uh, and she just started saying, you know what? Yeah, I won't let my kids listen because of this type of talk. And uh, there's so many kids that listen when no, when they're with not. their parents. And you know, you're a bad influence. And you got two little ones yourself. And yeah. you know, you you <laughs> you're We've all teaching them bad behaviors. Out. They're doing really good. Yeah. Uh, they're doing better than me when I was a kid. That's yeah. sure. <laughs> I thought you had three also. Yeah, no, I, I, well, I, I think she said two, so I'm going on for uh, okay. But I, I have uh, I have three. Yes. I thought like maybe one got taken away from you but i even said i'm like yeah there's so many kids you know listening to am radio yeah and she's like there is there's people that listen with their parents she's like i don't appreciate both sides of the story (laughs) (laughs) that's very rude of you to tell two sides Right. Well, that's how I felt. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, uh, I I don't know how to take this call. Yeah, look, I'm 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 sorry. Yeah. But I'm gonna. The only reason she thinks talking. kids are listening to the radio with their parents is because that's what she did when she was a kid in the yeah. 30s when it was the only thing to do. <laughs> you you raise a very interesting argument, Matt yeah. Barry. Because <laughs> yet yeah, there's so many people that I talk to that are like, oh, I've been listening since 1960. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, it's funny. But um, yeah. So uh, I got. Um, I got chewed out by this woman. I think ah. it's the same woman who cut. We had the city manager on. You on got Wednesday. gummed out because she didn't have ah, any teeth. Nice, <laughs> uh, nice one. Uh, so you know, sometimes, and it was the first complaint, which it felt pretty good because whenever we've had like other news people on, people would call in and complain about the news people to me. All right. Like, oh, this person's horrible. Ah. Like, oh, they're doing this, they're doing that, and now nobody ever calls to complain to me about me. So I thought for the longest time maybe I suck. But you know <laughs> they, know. but they don't want to complain because they know they're going to talk to me. Yeah. And here we go, four years later, and this lady <laughs> calls me to complain to me. It felt kind of good. Yeah, pushing buttons, man. Anyway, I, I thought uh, because of that we could talk about you know after nine thirty the the worst things to do when you, when you're drunk, and sure. uh, maybe you can almost compare that to to smoking marijuana. Um, I, I don't I don't no. know. <laughs> no, you can't. You They're can't. not the same thing. But uh, it, it would be a funny thing to kind of peruse through. And um, although you know what, maybe you can because like well, I'll be do different. the same stuff. Drunk or stoned, you know, I'm going to enjoy the same thing. Yeah. So. Right. Worst things to do when you're drunk are Shauna, Tara, and Jen. <laughs> Shauna, Tara, and Jen. Yeah, those are probably the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I need to send a shout-out to Cooper. That's my, my friend's dog. He asked me to send a shout-out to my 
Yeah, your friend's dog is listening? I, I guess so. Uh, oh, okay. He, he said, hey, man, can you do me a favor? Can you send a shout-out to Cooper when you go on the radio later Siobhan's, today? too. you got to watch out for Siobhan. Oh, yeah, I've never met a Siobhan. Oh, they are devil women. <laughs> they can't help it. Their name's Siobhan. Yeah. Oh, With really? no Vs. Yeah, a B and an H. Somehow yeah. it's a V. Okay, in what world? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he made the joke about Shauna's Yeah, we and just making jokes about oh. skanky names. Yeah, skanky oh, names. Worst those things are to do when you're drunk. When you're drunk. Yeah. yeah. It took yeah. me a minute. You just <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to think I was quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I've. Well, you know, now you're around. Uh, you're falling <laughs> off with Chris Poublon. <laughs> <laughs> falling through. Whatever. <laughs> you got me. You know what? I, I I need to start reading more things about English as opposed to uh, you know philosophy. Yeah, I've been reading so many of these books. They have good ideas. You know who's good, man? Stephen King. Yeah, for real. I I say that with zero sarcasm. Really, he's good, man. Well, in the sense of what his novels or yeah, his writing. Yeah, for real. I've I, never read any of his books. I'm sure he's some garbage, but what right. what prolific person doesn't? Yeah, have if you're gonna write like 65 books, they can't all be winners, man. It's yeah, just the right. stats. Also, right. that guy. What I heard he does, he uh, he just like he where he completes the contract. Like he doesn't leave any books on his contract. Oh, really? He gets all of his money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he so, writes 2,000 words a day. Really? Yeah. It's probably a good way to be. Yeah. Dude, I, I listen, or, uh, I've been reading his memoir on writing. Uh, yeah. Recommended. That's one of my favorite books. Dude, it's a, yeah. it's a great book. I've read really? it probably six times. I'm, I'm going to buy it. Joking. Memoir on writing? It's called that... On Writing, yeah, and it's a, a book he wrote about writing. And it's also like semi, it's also like half an autobiography. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, but it, yeah, it's fascinating. It's off. It's well, wonderful. if you guys are saying that, then I have to pick yeah, it up. Yeah, it, it, it's incredible. I don't really know if, I mean, I don't know if you should listen to us. Look at us. Uh, no, 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 well, I mean, uh, point. We, I, have, we share some he, similar points of view in yeah. any scenario, I imagine. So <laughs> if you guys both are saying how good this book is, then I'd have to take that opinion as genuine. And Mark Gallagher's the one who recommended it to me. Oh, so really? It's got and a third seal of approval. Yeah. Yeah, you so I'll, I'm gonna go pick up a, a copy, or at least order it on the library or at the library. Yeah, yeah. I've been into comic I, books, and I'm waiting for my Rick and Morty's to come in. I uh, I just got the last two volumes of Transmet from doing the library. What's Transmet? Uh, Transmetropolitan. Oh, it's like it's it's sort of a comic book. It's a it's like a futury fear and loathing. Right? There you go. Ah, That's a okay. way better. Thank you. <laughs> See, he's quick. My uh, my son, I've been getting in like. Uh, he always comes at me with the the little scholastic things, and he's like, "Oh, can I buy a book? Can I buy a book?" Dude, scholastic. I'm like, I'm like dude, uh, and I I bought him a few books because I'm happy he at least wants the book. But then he yeah, reads yeah. it once, and then he puts it down, and it's gone forever. And now instead of getting the book, I'm like, "Dude, let's just order it from the library." There you go. So I've been ordering him countless books from these library, the the, the library, and he's been reading them. Now I'm trying to get him into comic books, but you got to wonder, like. Well, you 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 say the library, but I kind of want to sell the library on people on how <laughs> awesome it is because mm. I feel like not enough people use it. Like the no, dude, you're the, right. The library you can pretty much literally get any book you want. I know. Like it's <laughs> it's online now and it's got a pretty good system, dude. I ordered this book on a Saturday and I got it Tuesday on yeah. a Saturday. On a Saturday, I ordered it. <laughs> Oh, wow. Right. They got it to me on Tuesday. That's how I've read all the Walking Dead comics. Yeah. Which, by the way, I just, I think Negan is the best villain ever. Yeah. And, yeah. dude, when you, yeah. like, we live in the Maribac Valley, so if you go down to Pollard Library here, you get yourself a card, you you have access to 
uh, a bunch of satellite, like within 50 miles of here, like right. e- every town's library. Yeah. Oh, really? It's all in the it's system. Like a network of libraries? Yeah, yeah dude. I think oh, the I didn't know that. Valley Consortium. You yes. Can get st- sometimes they'll be like, oh, the book's in Haverhill, and you just click hold, and it'll send it to the library of your choice. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I didn't know libraries were so high-tech. See, yeah, dude? Man. Nobody I thought, does. I thought you still had to go in and, like, flip through the little, no. like, baseball card box <laughs> to find, like, what you needed, and none of it's in order, and... Sometimes I'll go there and I'll look around and hope something catches my eye. Yeah. You know, because normally I'm bringing my son there, and he gets to pick a book, but... When when he brings the Scholastic thing over, I'm like, dude, what kind of book? Which ones do you want? And I'll order yeah. like all of the books that he picked, and right. then they'll be in within the week. He'll read them, and I get to bring them back. And I'm like, look, you just saved us some money. Yeah. <laughs> We're earning yeah. money, kid. <laughs> and dude, the best thing about is what you're saying there. No limit at right. the library. Oh, really? You can take out a you can take out a truckload of books if you want. It what is the, no uh, limit? When do you have to have them back? What is the Two library weeks, turn to? But okay. you can get you three can renewals, that. dude. Yeah, three, renewals. three renewals. Oh man, I have uh, I have two or three that I haven't even picked up that I'm on my last renewal. I gotta bring yeah. them back soon. But they're like you know um, philosophy of man crap. You know like oh like, yeah, like yeah. things. I'm like you know what? I read the first few pages and like, I need to bring this back. But maybe I'll read it. One of those where you're like I should. Yeah. I really should. I got the Steve Martin book through them, the George Carlin book, and I just bring them back. And which George? Which George? Uh, uh, last words. Oh, his his memoir. Yeah, dude, that's a great. That was book. a really unfortunately kind of left unfinished, but left in the good hands of his daughter. Yeah, yeah, and you know it felt like it was finished. I know it did. It, yeah, I, I mean it did, but like no, you're right. He died before it could finish. But yeah, the amount of cocaine that guy did. Yeah, holy moly, dude. That story about him getting his having his own private cocaine party on his on his jet, where he's like, I pulled in and just had my own private little party. He was just drinking beers on his own private plane in 1972. Yeah, just doing coke That's on the dream. runway. Right. <laughs> But yeah, man, library. I get comic books all the time, and uh, they have everything. So uh, that's what I've been doing. And I gotta yeah. get in on this whole library business, dude. Uh, it's awesome, <laughs> especially for comic books, man. You spend a lot of money, like. Oh yeah, you know, you have tons of comics. Yeah, books. dude, and I, like, I just spent, you know, um, and I've got like, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, tight, tight this week, so, right. And I'm trying to finish Transmet, dude. And I was just like, man, I gotta get these last two volumes. Went to my local library, and uh, who, who had it? Bedford Center. Ordered <laughs> it on a Saturday. Got it on a Tuesday, dude. Done. Right, done. Nice. I read it over the weekend. I'm returning them tomorrow. And that's what I'm doing with Rick and Morty, because I'm telling you, if you, if you have. Watch the cartoon Rick and Morty. The comic book reads just like the cartoon. It does. Flows. There's some really good writing, man. Yeah, I'm just blown away. And uh, now uh, I, I really wish whoever has the copies will turn them in so I can get yeah, good luck with <laughs> Rick and Morty. They're going to hold right. on to those forever, man. Did you see the new episode on Saturday? I did. They're, gonna, they're thinking about bringing back the Szechuan sauce from McDonald's because of it. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, I forgot about that. I, I watched it on a Saturday very drunk. And I was like, I think I've seen this one before because it like opens. There's just some familiar parts, and uh, I had no idea I had seen a Rick and Morty thing. And then the next day, somebody mentioned Szechuan sauce to me, and right. I was like, Where the heck did I hear? <laughs> <laughs> and then Sunday night, I caught it again, and I was like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's uh, an amazing show, I think. It's, yeah. it's one of I haven't seen it. I just downloaded the first season like, like two days ago. I've seen maybe one episode. Um, and then you were like, I got to yeah, get it. And I saw this. the thing they did for Comic-Con where they read the court transcript. Right. Have yeah. you seen that? Uh, that's really that it's a, it's a really It's like an actual court transcript about this guy who is he killed a guy in jail and is insisting on representing himself because he says his court-appointed attorney keeps trying to get uh, oral sex from him in exchange for a bag of coffee. <laughs> and it's him yelling at the judge, and the judge is just losing it. The judge and is Morty, and the, the defendant is Rick. <sighs> and if you hear it... it and they have um, a cartoon. It's not like the cartoon. It's an animatic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they did and, uh, the voiceovers with. It's just funny. With. It's on YouTube. It's got man. F-bombs galore, though. Yeah, I'll yeah. check. Oh, there's oh, a lot oh, of well, so, so watch it at night, you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> when parents are asleep? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah but no, but that show is just so creative and interesting, and it's smart, and it's and it's just funny. It's For me, it reminds me of when like Family Guy was new, and Family yeah. Guy was like, cutting edge and hilarious and different. Uh, that's that's this show, but on like another level with, uh, you know, it, it's almost a parody of Back to the Future with, well, I mean, with that's conventions. Kinda, yeah, that yeah. was the theme, yeah. But the most- more than that, man, it's just a complete send up of sci fi. And it, so there's some like brilliance because not only is it just it's hilarious. <clears throat> There's a lot of just good sci-fi in there too. You know? Right, like the idea of uh, what, what happened uh, in one world, they uh, they they ruined one world, but he found another world that was so similar where they yeah. just died. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've actually heard about this. Where right. like Rick and Morty get killed very early on, and then it's like clones of them <laughs> taking right. over the yeah. series. And it's just bizarre because you go through like Morty. I don't know. It really touches your heartstrings for how bizarre that must be, and how he's leaving a world behind, and it's nothing to Rick, but it's it, it look. If you haven't watched the cartoon, anybody out there listening, what are you waiting for? Yeah, dude, there's some really good cartoon. Yeah, and it's smart, man. Yeah. So, um, and, and back to the library, you know, you can get all that stuff. See, I've been jonesing for Rick and Morty because it's been forever since yeah, uh, with Mr. Poopy Butthole. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Poopy, that's one of my favorites, dude. That, and, uh, he's the best character, he's one of the best, and then, uh, the assassin. Right. Was you remember the, the assassin? Bug? Yeah, the bug guy. He's like, I, I just love killing women, children, whatever it is. I just love killing. <laughs> Billy's like, what's his name, Mr. Poopy Butthole? <laughs> that's that's the name. Yep. Oh boy. Well, I'm I'm looking for a song. Need to find a song to go out. Are with. we going out on? Yeah. Oh, do you mean fall through on? You gotta <laughs> fall through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we got a break coming up, and in lieu of that, we're gonna play a song. Is this news or a commercial? Yeah, it's just a commercial. Just a commercial. Just a commercial. Oh man, you people are in luck. There's gonna be some sweet advertising coming your way. Yeah, maybe you'll even hear uh, uh, "Made in Lowell." Is "Made in Lowell" on there, Bob? "Made in Lowell" the commercial. Uh, no. Type oh, yes, in. it is. Yes, oh, it is. Oh, good, good. First one. You'll hear my wife's voice. Yeah, that's right. Love, Bob has the... Bob has, like, every, uh... What do you call it? Tech... Uh, on Jim and Sam, they call it the Teft Box. What's this What's this guy over? What does he do? Uh, the Bob engineer? do? Yeah. Bob? That's where I, I I normally sit, but he has a microphone. And well, I know. What's he What's he do, though, technically? Oh, what's he... This position? He, he play, uh, Producer. Okay. Yeah. Typical producer voice. It's not, I mean, Bob. technically, it's not a position at all. I don't think Bob gets paid. No, I know, but like, what would it be? You it's know, a volunteer position. Oh, okay. <laughs> volunteer producer. Yeah, Bob's got to get. He's got to get out there and start selling some ad space on here. We got to make some money off this. Yeah, because he's not busy enough. <laughs> hey, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna be chatting about the things you probably shouldn't be doing if you've been drinking. 
And if you have any ideas that we haven't chatted about, hey, feel free to give us a call at 978-454-4980. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We'll be right back. Stacy, can I come over after school? After party, kid seats aren't just ten bucks. They're free. Back to the after party. WCAP, you are listening to the After Party. I'm Chris Fublon, joined in the studio. I have Mr. Rick Doucette. Yo. I got Matt Barry. It's a wet one out there, kids. Wear your boots. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Mr. Bob Philpot uh, snatching up the rings. Oh, he only speaks in 8-bit tones. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also answering the phone if you want to give us a call at 978 454 Four nine eight zero, and uh, in this half hour, we're going to chat about uh, what are probably the the dumber things to do if you've been drinking. Things that you definitely shouldn't do. Touch this open wire here. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized there's no cap. Yeah, what is that? Is I, this live? I, I I don't know. That's a code violation right but there. But definitely, dude. Uh, no, no, we don't definitely have any. Co- we are right? completely up to to code, <laughs> dude. Put that. I'm kidding. Let's put it on our nipples, man. <laughs> So if you have any uh, uh, suggestions, <laughs> feel free to give us a call at 978-454-4980. And I got a list here. And, I mean, at the top of the list, and this is an obvious one. Driving your car. You should never drink and drive. No, you definitely not. shouldn't. Yeah. Definitely you should not. never drive that far when you're drunk. Unless you've only had, like, one or two, then it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, if you can blow under a point oh eight. You know, uh, Walgreens has these uh, breathalyzers. And if they weren't $60 a piece, I w- I'd buy one. Are they one-time use or are they reusable? I don't know. I think they're reusable. because they're, they're reusable, reusable that's you're going to spend 60 bucks on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Ask for that for Christmas, you know? You get a, a reusable <laughs> breathalyzer. Yeah, that's a good idea, That would be man. helpful for some people. Or you could do it like me and just know your body. <laughs> yeah. I know when I'm good to go, baby. Yeah. No, you know what I, I've been Three doing, Three Jack too? and Cokes. Exactly. I, I, I order a ride. Three's the magic number. Yeah, right. you Uber everywhere. Yeah, yeah I Uber, but Chris? I also, I've been lately, I've been, <laughs> uh, I, I found I, I'm going to be ordering it from Luna, because they offer a really good deal, too. What is Luna? Luna Taxi, they they uh, uh, serve in the greater oh, Merrimack thought, Valley area. I thought it was like greater a sleep Lowell. system. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Luna, let me see, let me pull up their number really It's like a, a taxi with like adjustable comfort levels for yeah. the sea or something? Like, what is no, that? No, they're, they're uh, for the greater Lowell area, their number is 978 421 
646-277-6321. And uh, they bring us Jack Baldwin every Friday for uh, Living for the Weekend. Oh, but okay. I, but am I crazy? Isn't Luna like a mattress I think company? It's, it's, yeah, you, I think no, so. No, you're right. Uh, when they go, Luna. Luna. Yeah. yeah. But that's his last name also, Louis Luna. His name's Louis Luna? Yeah. What is he? Yeah. Like an extra from Goodfellas yeah, or something? Yeah, he had to own a taxi he service. Yeah, hey, Louis Luna, hey. You can't do anything but own a taxi service with that name. I got taxis. Don't open the trunk. <laughs> See, now, if you're stoned, you still shouldn't drive. Uh, but uh, in my opinion, it's not as dangerous. See, dude. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nah, you go ahead, man. I've, I feel like I've been taken. Yeah, you go. I feel like I've been very boorish. Oh well, don't be so hard on yourself. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I've never had a problem driving stoned ever, ever, ever. Me yeah. neither. And when I first started getting stoned, I actually used to. I was in college, and I would like drive home from my friend's house. Really? Because um, originally I was like, I'm not gonna buy weed, but I'll smoke weed with other people, yeah, and yeah. that lasted a week and a half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'd like drive home from my friend's house, and I'd have so much fun driving that I'd just keep driving for a while. Yeah, dude. Dude, yeah. that's your—that's everybody's interest, at least <laughs> mine too. But dude, I used to love getting stoned. Not me. No, I, I hate it. I rather stay comfy in in my humble abode. Yeah. Uh, that's, See, that's I live with my parents, so now every time I'm getting stoned, I'm driving. Yeah, well, be careful. Oh, We're that on the radio, the, man. That's the other thing. When you're like 17, smoking. That's illegal. Meat, you can't what. Driving in stone. That's a, that. You know, there was a fellow from Nashua. He got. Uh, he actually uh, uh, barrel rolled his car. Uh, it's Did fun. He? And he, he admitted to officers that he had smoked a little marijuana, and he got that's, a DUI. That's his mistake. But you, that you don't admit mistake. it. There's no way for them to figure it out. Not yet. Yeah. But there's going exactly. to be. Uh, and those companies should all burn in hell. Yeah. Those tech companies who are bringing weed breathalyzers or whatever to the market, those are evil akin to Hitler, Mussolini, and Mao put together. Uh, you know what? I think it's necessary for some people, though, because, you know, even though you can handle it, it's not you that people are worried about. I would count my counter... I'm sorry, are you finished? No, I, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just saying there's some really, really dumb people that really don't help out the cause at all. That's actually my point, is that guy was going to roll his car Anyway, <laughs> yeah, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, uh, in, in in my 30 years of life, you know, that's a lot of experience. You know what I mean? So, dude, <laughs> I've noticed. You know the people who get in like 18 car pileups when it's snowing. You see them on the road. They're the jerks who keep passing you on yeah. the right. Right. And I'm always very happy to see them on the yeah. side. Yeah. Of the road, yeah, those are the people that end up in a ditch. You know yeah. why? Because they're jerks, they're idiots, and they end up in a ditch. They were going there. That's where they end up, dude. Right. <laughs> Um, and what about getting a tattoo? If you're going to get a tattoo, what state of mind should you be in? Drunk or yeah, I mean, if you had to be one, you should if be you high. Be, just because, yeah. like, if you're drunk, it's going to thin up your blood, and then you're right. going to bleed everywhere while you're getting that tattoo. Yeah, this is actually the, probably the one where I'm going to say don't do either. Yeah, right. Because the high is probably going to make you more sensitive to pain, and especially if you're not ready for pain, you're not going to do it. You're going to wean out. Right. And then... Uh, and then drinking, the, the, you're definitely not supposed to do it because, like he said, the blood and everything like that. Right. You're not going to have a good tattoo idea either way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And then you're, if you're, you're drunk, it's going to be like your girlfriend's name, and if you're high, it's going to be like a raccoon wearing sunglasses <laughs> and a yeah, hat. Yeah, uh, yeah, or a sublime <laughs> lyric. Either way, you're going to be saying, dude, it was a good idea at the time. <laughs> uh, well, the other thing is, dude, if you're, uh, if, you're dr if you're drunk, like a lot of places now are professional, and they won't Yeah, they won't let do you do it. it. Right, yeah, yeah, and that's where you have to be. Um, yeah. But there, 
I, I think growing up we've all known of a friend who dabbled in it. And, uh, in tattooing? Yeah. No? I never had. Yeah, I, I never I knew, had one I of those friends. of friends. Well, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I was never really... I have a few tattoos I'm not too happy with. Um, but, um, yeah, I got them when I was in the Marines. It was stupid. But I, I was sober. Yeah, yeah I have stupid tattoos. Yeah. You're supposed to get some stupid tattoos. If all your tattoos are cool, go screw yourself, man. <laughs> Everybody that's listening, just... I, I want to just point out that you're, that's a man who has a giant eye on his right hand. And that's my coolest tattoo. <laughs> that is the best one. And, <laughs> not, and not like on the palm. It's on it's on the other side. <laughs> yeah, well, what even, I, I guess the palm would have been cool. And it's off-center. I'm sorry, Matt. I don't, wanna, <laughs> I don't mean to keep picking at it, but I, just, I, I need to put in this Grain of salt. What about texting your ex? Definitely not a good idea if you've been drinking. Okay. See, we've all been go there. Ahead. No, you. Okay. I would rather text my ex when I'm drunk because I don't want to be nice to her. <laughs> and if I'm high, I'm going to be like, hey, how's your new husband? I hope you're happy. But if I'm drunk, I'm going to give her everything she deserves. <laughs> That's... Uh, wow, we came to different sides on this. That's precisely why you should never do that drug. I, I mean, if you want to do it, and then tell me about it, please. Every time. But, like, dude, when my philosophy is when you do that, you lose. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, Not telling you anybody how to live their life, but that's just... And I think that goes the same with uh, uh, phone calls, too. Uh, never mind texting. Yeah. I mean, I used to hate... When I was in the military, all I could do was drink. And I remember waking up, looking at all of the people I called. Yes. Going, oh, no. <laughs> what did I say? And yeah. when I was in the military, like, homesickness hits you weird, you know? Because <laughs> when you're at home, you don't really give a crap about anybody else. You're like, whatever, I, I'm hanging out with the people that are in my vicinity. But when you're, like, home forever, you think about the people... That didn't even really matter in your life yeah. that much, and then all of a sudden yeah, you you're sitting up. These... Did like a good uh, Rob Williams impression. Like, right. Talk to that kid in exactly. <laughs> you're like messaging him or reaching out or like girls that maybe you had a crush on in high school. And yeah, like you don't think any of these messages have repercussions, especially with the danger uh, <laughs> dangerousness yeah. of Facebook. Yeah. So uh, yeah, well, I was speaking the... of crushes in high school. I'll realize now because like I'll try to creep girls from high school that I just think <laughs> were cute, but now they're all married and I can't find them anymore because their names are. Different, and yeah. it's bumming me right out. Yeah, dude. I, every once in a while, like every like year, year and a half, I'll, I'll like, I'm like, let me creep on some past people, and then yeah, yeah, I can never find them. I've given up on that. Like, if I see somebody that like it says, oh, person you might know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I spare me the nothing conversation. Well, like this dude, this I always think of dudes who cracked me up in high school, and I'm like, I wonder whatever happened to that guy. Yeah. I miss that guy. Well, sometimes you, you ever notice this in your life growing up? There's certain friends that just go crazy. And yeah. You, and you're like, wow, poor Mike. I was probably one of them for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, funny that you said Mike. We had this friend, one-eyed Mike, dude, and he went... <laughs> 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 One-eyed Mike, dude. Funny story behind that too. He uh, he lost his vision in one eye. Oh yeah. From playing basketball or something, like got hit in the eye. Oh. Uh, whatever happened, and then he was he had a pat he had like the patch on it and it was gonna heal. Went and played basketball when on against doctor's recommendations. Hit in the eye with a basketball. One Mogan, eyes gone. So now he has like a half squinted eye. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer, man. Should yeah, listen to doctor's orders. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, in 
going more into that. He later got into like conspiracy theory, and I'm, I'm sure he's wearing a tinfoil hat. Yeah, paranoid schizophrenic. That's what one of my friends. Uh, he was a Mike, and uh, we grew up. And it's funny you, you learn about these people and paranoid schizophrenic. Tried getting his mom with a butcher knife. Oh wow! He, they, he came around once he was heavily medicated. Yeah. You know, he was good to go. But it, it's just kind of funny to to see where people go. He's a nice guy now. Yeah. But. I want to hear that like apology. It's like, hey, mom, sorry about that whole butcher knife. Uh, yeah. you know, I just thought you were part of the uh, government. Uh, you laid down a piece of pie in front of mom. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> I was looking at let this me, painting. Me, it had all these symbols. Mom, let me grab your ear for for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, man. One-eyed Mike, and I mean, when I say tinfoil hat, I mean like literally. The last I had heard, my buddy Ryan went over there, and the guy was like literally making hats like out of tinfoil and putting. Like tinfoil up the block, yeah, the waves and stuff. <laughs> also, Nuts. like you know, if you're gonna be a conspiracy theorist, like having one eye is not a way to get people no. to yeah. listen to you. Yeah. you know? What about do you do this when you've been drinking? You promise things. Do you ever promise? For me, I'm not guilty anymore. of this. I will promise I'm going to make breakfast. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it, it's almost like wherever I'm at, I think it's because I want food, but I know it's too late to actually eat something. Yeah. And it's not until I click over to blackout mode that <laughs> I, I dig into the peanut butter, you know? Yeah. So I'll talk to, I'll even tell my wife, and I've been doing it since we weren't married, which, you know, we, we've been, been together for a little while now. Yeah. And I'll say, oh, yeah, I'll make breakfast in the morning. Yeah, I promise. I'll make you some eggs, however you want, because I'm really thinking about breakfast. <laughs> but then the next morning comes, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, aren't, aren't you? Making breakfast? I'm like, no. See, I, think, <laughs> I thought we, I thought we meant real promises. That's I why, know. That's why I confused. But well, yeah, I, I mean, do that can... all, all the time. <laughs> no. Make little smokies tomorrow. Hell yeah, little smokies. We started doing our little smokies dance, and the next morning it's like, oh, you want to get some Gatorade and go out? <laughs> what are little smokies? Oh, the dude, little, little Polish. Yeah. yeah, little Ita- uh, not Italian. Polish. Uh, They're like little Polish sausages, and you wrap sausages. them in a bit of croissant. Oh, buttery no. croissant. Ooh. Oh, delectable. For but, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything big. I'm just saying, in, in general, promising. Yeah. Um, you know, I promise we're going to go somewhere. We're going to yeah. do this. We're going to do that. And it always feels so good. Like, yes, we're going to be able to do this tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, especially in my younger days, but yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Bright and early. <laughs> Now, uh, I, I feel like if you were smoking marijuana, you'd still be in your right mind if you're promising somebody something. It might still make sense. I don't know. I've never been totally so out of it that I wasn't in control of what I was doing. Now, things might be a little funnier. Yeah, yeah I don't know about promises, but I've definitely made a lot of life plans that, uh, <laughs> right, yeah. that didn't come to fruition. <laughs> like, you know, everyone's probably like, you know what, man, we could be rappers. And uh, it turns out we can't. Right. <laughs> Uh, uh, letting people I, film you do stupid things. I think that's worse as a as a drink person. I've never yeah. done that either way. As a teenager, I let people film me do a lot of dumb things. Right. But that was just sober and you know needing attention. Yeah. yeah. The, the filming I regret was sober and as a teenager. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of like hit me with that. You know. My son. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That yes. That Matt filmed me. Somebody was saying that in my video too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hanging out with uh, with our neighbor friends, and I think I had a few too many. 
And um, normally my wife knows when to call it quits and drive me home. <laughs> and uh, once she, once we had this one conversation, it was just me being an idiot, thinking, you know, when you think you're funny and you're not funny, yeah. you're just an idiot. Yeah. I was doing that. And Ooh. then uh, the next day, when I'm already embarrassed about it, my son's like, "Hey, check this video out." Ah! Like, ah, delete it. <laughs> delete it. Get it. Ah, get it out I don't want to see it. <laughs> you know, I, I was yelling. I didn't want to. I. I didn't yell at anybody, but I, I, I found the bread, and there was only one slice of bread in there. And I'm looking <laughs> you at my said kids. that like it was a game. I well, found the bread. <laughs> and I look at the kids, like who and I'm hit like, it? <laughs> well, no, it, it wasn't hidden. I just, the, there was, the bread was in the bag. It was a loaf of bread, but there was only one piece of bread in it. It was like the end piece, too. And I go, Oh, so guys. someone ate one of the end pieces? I'm yeah. like, guys, really? You're going to put this... Up back with one piece of bread in. Why? Why not just throw it away? And then, like, actually, uh, Chris, uh, we th- we think you did that. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. Thing is, I didn't even eat the bread. I took the bread and I put it in the bathroom, just the one slice on the sink, and then I just walked out of the bathroom. <laughs> and and, I, and then I went to bed. <laughs> and I'm like. Uh, uh, Never mind. This, Sorry. This, Sorry that I was blaming you. Dude, this is off topic, but not off topic. <laughs> I must have been so stoned last weekend, dude, because my girlfriend, <laughs> she just came home after two weeks of vacation, <laughs> and she pulled she pulled a bottle of limeade out of the cup cabinet. <laughs> like a gallon of limeade. <laughs> like a half gallon of limeade out of our cup cabinet, which means I was super stoned. Poured myself a bit of limeade after getting myself a cup, put it right in the cabinet, closed it, went on about my day, and it expired, dude. <laughs> it just didn't work for five days. And then you cupboard. never noticed that it was up no there? Idea, like, did you just never go for another <laughs> cup? <laughs> dude, I, I came out to the to limeade out just on the counter, and I was like, Damn, did she leave it out? And then this afternoon when I came home, she was like, you know, I found this in the cupboard, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys uh, you guys ever wake up and find food in your pockets? Oh, my gosh. I hate seeing the crumbs on the kitchen or having the flashes of the things that I'm... I, I'll wake up going, oh, I think I did good last night. Yeah. And then I'll go to the kitchen and like, I did not. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did not. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> when I was in college, I'd make a lot of trips and get, like, four hamburgers and, like, put, like, two in my pockets and eat and then I'd pass out and I'd wake up and I'd have like a hamburger in my pocket in the morning. I've never dude, done that. Matt, every time every time we hang out, dude, I'm like, why didn't me and Matt go to college together? Like, why didn't we go to school together? <laughs> Answer work emails. I've done this. I've done this recently. Drunk, not a good idea. I'll yeah. do it high all the time. Stoned. Well, I think if you're stoned, you can be hyper-focused in actually what you're trying to say. Yeah. Might, I, I'll read it for like 45 minutes to an hour before I'm satisfied. And yeah. I'm, even with like a Facebook post, because sometimes you, you, you put something up you think is good, and then you're like, oh, man, I didn't uh, capitalize <laughs> yeah. that or, you know. I was, uh, I was doing shows at Mohegan Sun a year ago, and I got like super hammered. And suddenly remembered at four in the morning that I had forgotten to put my out of office on at work. And I have my work email on my phone, but I can't put the out of, or I couldn't figure it out. And so I texted everyone, or I I emailed my entire workplace being like, hey, can we guys put my out of office on? I I didn't remember to put it on. Thanks so much. I love all you guys. XOXOXO. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. Matt's been drinking again. And then the email back was just four in the morning, huh? And that was it. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh! Uh, uh, what I was I was thinking about work. Yeah. Up early and thinking about work. <laughs> Using the stove. How many times have you put something into the oven with the pure intention of making brownies? Oh yeah. And then you wake up tomorrow with a brick, a black charred brick in your oven. For me, it was pizza. It was pizza? pizza was oh, my, yeah. I don't know how to make brownies, but I have murdered pizzas yeah, you know, time yeah, and yeah, time dude. again. Murdered pizzas and almost everyone in my apartment doing that. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> dude, to the point where seriously, it was a cinder. Right. <laughs> cinder. With marijuana, you were timing that. Yeah. You were like, oh, what, five more minutes? Screw it. I'll eat it cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or the worst, you're like... Forget until the next commercial break, and it'll be a little well done. <laughs> right. All right, right yeah. Yeah. But even yeah. then, the fact that you forgot the pleasant surprise of remembering the pizza <laughs> yes! outweighs the disappointment <laughs> of the burden. Oh, yes, I have pizza. I did make this pizza. Dude, good point. Oh, sweet. <laughs> but you you drink too much. You're it's so apt to just fall asleep and yeah. just pass out on the couch. And Dude, that was the bane. That was that was the bane of my roommate's existence <laughs> when I was like twenty to twenty five. I would constantly do that, and he would come home. Dude. Again, oh. <laughs> and, and uh, dude, the worst one I did though was I I was waste like smoking and drink, dude, wasted, and I you know remember those Easy Mac? Uh, oh yeah, cups? yeah, the ninety nine cent ones. I used yeah. to just get a handful of those every time I went grocery shopping in case I was like wasted and hungry. Yeah, or poor. Yeah, yeah that too. Well, I was already poor. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't waiting for that to happen. <laughs> but uh, I dude, I put it in no water. So it oh just yeah, that's gross. I've done that before. Again, not I drunk s- though, sober. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, making things for the kids and stuff, and you're getting everything ready, and 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 I think it was just part of the motions, uh, you know, making breakfast for everybody. And oh yeah, yeah. I used to have to make um, uh, the kids lunch uh, for for when they went to kindergarten, so I'd have to make it. And I don't know what happened. I think I was doing like three <laughs> or four different things at once, and I just threw it in the microwave. And it just smokes. And yeah. It gets all yeah, gross. And it, yeah, it just turns. It, it becomes a cinder. It, yeah. It just becomes a uh, a volcano, basically, just puffing smoke into your hat, and, and then you get right. a serve pro. The plus side of that, though, is that it's not a huge financial hit to mess that up. Whereas, like, <laughs> if you mess up like one of those nineteen dollar DiGiorno pizzas, you get a little bit bummed out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about this? I think we've all had an especially. Oh, sorry. Especially it's when fun. that's the only thing you had to eat that night. Oh. And, and you're gonna be set for days. Cause yeah. It's pizza. You got yeah. plenty of slices, dude. <laughs> now you're at nothing. <laughs> I, I think we all have a family member that has uh, done this. Having a heart-to-heart with oh, anyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have, hate these people. Yeah. Oh, I really love you, man. I don't you're mind a stoned heart-to-heart. I'm down with that. It's the drunk heart-to-heart that they feel. No, no, man. Yeah. I love you. Oh, <laughs> I've never been that guy. So, I've, no, I've never been that guy either. But I have a family member that's like that. I'm usually the angry "I hate you all" guy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That was twenty to twenty-five, though. I've I've come a long way. Yeah, I'll get jovial. I'll tell people I love them when I'm drunk, but I won't get like deep. I won't try to, you know, yeah. connect with them on a spiritual right. level. Yeah, right. I'm too. I'm more just festive. Yeah, I'm a little too old-fashioned for for and and by that I mean insecure to, to tell people that I love them. And you right. know what? I don't want to be taking any of those sweaty hugs. Yeah, like, that's the worst when they give you those drunk sweaty hugs. Oh my hugs. gosh! Especially when yeah. you haven't been drinking because you can smell it. Yeah. Oh, you get the sweat stains on the outside of your shirt yeah. from the other person's sweat. <laughs> that's oh, the grossest. Man. I never realized like even like a beer. If you haven't drank any beer in like 
like you're hanging out with somebody that's drank one beer, that odor is there. You can smell yeah, it. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the cops have an easy job. Well, I don't want to say it's an easy job because typically when you're dealing with somebody who's drunk and driving, I'm sure they're yeah. very unruly. And there's no such thing as, as a routine traffic stop. So, I mean, these guys, they're... But as far as spotting it, it's pretty easy. easy. Pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, I know what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Yeah. Shopping is always a bad idea to do when you drink. Oh, Although, man. You, you said that. And I know people are going to say white privilege, but uh, I've made it through some traffic stops, brother. Really? Yeah. When I got back from I Iraq. Well. <laughs> but I thought my own. White privilege, dude, high five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know where I went through mine with the most success? Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> oh, down the street from Georgia Tech, driving back from my girlfriend's play. Oh, man. They oh. let me through every time. Coincidence. Oh, mine was York, Maine. <laughs> I've uh, always been pretty good. You know what? For me, it was um, I just got back from Iraq. I, on, I was on leave for two weeks, and I was driving somewhere with my uncle, and he drank too much, and I didn't realize it. I was drinking with him, and uh, I remember uh, we, we were going to a friend's house, and we came to a fork in the road, and I said, go left, and he went in the middle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ran over a do not enter sign. It was pretty oh, bad. shoot. So uh, yeah, I we, saved it. We, we pretty much turned around, and I made him get out of the car, and I was driving. Thing, and then an officer was pretty quick to pull us over. It was like a Chevy Bronco, <laughs> man. Like, it was a big, huge vehicle, and uh, I'm wearing the USMC sweatshirt and everything. And yeah. uh, he, uh, he's like, "Did you not see the do not enter sign you ran over?" <laughs> well, actually, sir, it was uh, my uncle that was driving. Uh, you know what? Uh, we're going right home. We didn't really know exactly where we were going. I didn't realize he was that bad. Uh, I just got home today at 1400, sir. And I start throwing that, throwing the Marines thing. You're saluting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so he asked to see my ID. <laughs> they asked me to jump out of the car. Yeah. My ID, though, my driver's license is me with a like a mohawk and a bunch of piercings. <laughs> and uh, uh, but my my military ID shows that I'm active duty in the Marines. Yeah. And I explained to him my situation. And like, uh, dude, I used to be. I, dude, I used to be in a NoFX, but like, you know. yeah. <laughs> but now this is my rifle. This is my gun, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, is is your uncle violent? I'm like, nope, not violent. Just just really drunk right now, yeah. and uh, but I and he's like, you seem good to go. Just go home and stay there, and, nice. he, and he let me go. But um, oh, we have to go take a break. All right. So uh, so I we, we we might bring this back up after eleven. We might figure something else out. So uh, in the next half hour, we got some news to chat about, and then we get some beers to drink. So yeah, cool, stay man. with us. You're listening to the after party at nine eighty WCAP. <laughs> After party, the after party, after party is back. Time now for the odd headlines with the after party on 980 WCAP. After party of 980 WCAP. I'm Chris Poublon. Joining the studio, I have Mr. Matt Barry. Ah! I have uh, Rick Doucette. And me! And I got my microphones that are uh, acting all funky. I got Mr. Bob Philpot pushing 
the uh, the buttons, grabbing the rings, and my microphones. Well, not my microphones, my headphone jack. Yeah, it's like yeah. there's a sweet spot. Ours, ours trips out every once yeah. in a while yeah. too, man. But we just rolling with it, baby. Oh, yeah, it I like good. being able to hear myself. It throws me off. It, it sounds good. To, yeah, Knock it off because now you're messing with ours. Yeah, <laughs> now ours is messing. So it can't be your head your headphone jack because would that make sense for us to hear it weird if yours was? Yeah, yeah, it's up? back oh, on okay. now. We're good. We're good. I feel like like twenty percent of this show is just technical difficulties. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, you guys ever listen to WCAP at 9 o'clock when they can't figure out how to make things work? You know what? No, no, because it's, it's worse with, at least you have, like me, I can figure out how to make it work, typically. Yeah. Dude, now, my, my favorite time of WCAP is the, t- is the, ah, uh, uh, no, no, I, oh, I tripped on the punchline. Oh, the man. The hour. <laughs> The tinkering hour is what I was going to say. Well, there's other people that it's their fault. They they don't know how to turn their microphone on, and oh. their bumper music will be playing. And, and sometimes it's only like maybe like 30 seconds or 45 seconds, and they can't figure out. Even if you're saying, hey, push the button, turn your microphone on, and then we'll get on the air, and they'll say, oh, sorry, we were having technical difficulties. No, you're I'm like, you were the technical it. difficulties. <laughs> there's no, everything's working fine. You're the person that's not working. Yeah. It drives me crazy being a producer on the other side. Yeah, like, but maybe they maybe they didn't. Um, you know what they should have said? Sorry, uh, some things fell through. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got the uh, mute button right next to the enter key. That's one's problem. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, I only knew that that was a problem with you because it happened to me, and Oof. I was freaking out. It was like five o'clock. It was my time to go. And all of a sudden, the thing's not working. I'm like, no, man, I am leaving. You're figuring this out. <laughs> ah, the tinkering hour. That was going to be a good one, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to start over in... Uh, oh, geez. You know what? I I feel like I only read the headline and watched the video, so I don't even care where this actually was. But there's, there's a video that's going out right that now. That was quite a swallow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank Big you. dry over there, Chris? Very dry. <laughs> Uh, I, I need to be refilled on my beverage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, there was um, th- this family. They were visiting a, a zoo uh, last week. And, uh, I mean, this video went viral. And it, the <laughs> the, It's a, a video of this uh, gorilla. Now, the gorilla is getting all riled up. And it's jumping around. It's doing its, like, ooh, ooh, you know, it's, it's yeah, screaming. Yeah. And sure enough... It uh, hawks a big old flaming turd, man. And who does it hit? It hits the grandma right in the face. Yeah, oh. Have you seen this video? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Oh, it's wonderful. I'm going to show it to you because it right. is brilliant. It but, is brilliant. And she's... <laughs> this is just the audio. It got grandma. It's her whole family. She's in a wheelchair, so she can't even get out of the way. Oh, no. She's just, it's, uh, the video, you can't see it hit her, but you, she turns to look at the camera after it hits her, and it's like hanging off her oh, nose no. like she got pied in the face. They're all just laughing at uh, this grandma. Who I'm, got, I'm going to be saying that all weekend. I got grandma. <laughs> But I mean, if you just, it, it, it's just great. To, this poor lady, see, it's, it's bigger. I don't yeah, know. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm watching it on Matt. Yeah, all right, thing. good. Watch it on Matt's. Okay. And, and he does it like, like he's a professional turd throw. <laughs> One fluid motion. Dude. Oh, he, he got her with the psych out. <laughs> oh my! Oh, it's on her nose. It's hanging off her it nose. It really is like a like a like a like a clown pie. It looks <laughs> like. 
It looks like she has like a big hooked like witch nose, <laughs> except yeah. the whole bottom half is poop, <laughs> and it's going into her mouth. It's, it's like that uh, Gonzo from the Muppets. Yes, yes! Oh, it looks exactly like Gonzo from the Muppets, uh, or like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire when she With dips the, her yeah. face in the pie. Ooh. It's like, fall. yeah, it's. Uh, oh, do you want one drop of two, dear? <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, I just. Once I saw that story, because you dude, know that was some sleight of hand by that monkey. He was like, "Dude, I'm just, I'm just thumping around here, thumping, and then boom!" Yeah, <laughs> he underhands it too. He doesn't, he doesn't like overhand it like a baseball. Uh-huh. Like, you know what movie does? Him. He does the move. The guy from Silence of the Lambs who throws the stuff at Jodie Foster's face. Yeah, yeah. it's the same hand motion. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's the thing with bodily fluids. You don't have to be... They're like grenades. You just got to get them in the area. It's not a precision thing like a baseball. But this poor old lady in the wheelchair, and like for forever, I know. forever her grandkids are going to remember their grandma getting flung in the face. And she's pretty old, so this is one of the last things that's ever going to happen <laughs> yep. to her. Yep. That's how she's going out. Yeah, that's great. You're right. That's grandma's last story. That's yeah, the right. last story they're going to tell. She's not going to have one more monumental event in her life to, to trump the... <laughs> The poo in the face, like like y- y- your grandkid can get crapped on by a bird, and that's all well and good. But yeah. she got he can be a lawyer later. She's it's over. She is poo grandma, yeah. and then she's gonna die. Yeah. yeah, there's no. You're right. There's no in between that. And you didn't know where this happened. I'm hoping it's Cincinnati, and I'm hoping that a gorilla was just like this is for Harambe. And just, uh, it was right it was at the John Ball Zoo in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Michigan. Ah, okay. ah I would by the looks of the grandma. I was gonna say. England, somewhere in Europe, UK. Oh man, but this thing has be, been redone over and over. They got her face plastered up. You know the uh, the trolls of the internet. They're they're just doing wonders with oh, the story. Man, that, but, that, uh, that makes me so happy that it happened in the Midwest. I just I don't know, man. It, it was just it was great to me. I that made my day better. And when I watch it again, it makes me smile. And I. I <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I, I know, like, for me, my, the worst thing that happened to my grandma is, uh, my mom was taking a picture of her with her wig off, you know, and she hated that. <laughs> this grandma had a, had a big old gorilla turd oh, flown in her face. How much better would it be if the gorilla turd hit her in the face and then her wig came off? That would be <laughs> uh, That would have been awful. This day couldn't get any more worse. Anyway, uh. Dude, that's sleight of hand, though. You gotta wonder. I mean, at least I'm sure the gorilla has like a good diet, so it's not like you know. Yeah, he's eating burritos. She's and, not getting yeah. like a forty year old man alcoholic <laughs> poo to the face. vinegar poo. Yeah. yeah, but it is a wild animal that gets fed on like raw meat and and like whatever. All right, you know what? You're raising, I, I mean, I don't know. Vegetation what is in the habitat. You uh, know what I mean? That's that's a that's still a pretty mean. Uh, what do they call gamey dump? <laughs> <laughs> At least it was apparently a soft enough turd to not knock her out. That's true. I wonder it how many seem t- mushy. Right? Yeah. I wonder how many times they had a wipe. <laughs> uh, well, th- you know what? She probably pulled the tissue out of her sleeve and was able to handle it. <laughs> uh, the next story we're going to go to is uh, it's, it's actually a local story where um, I, I, you might have seen the headlines. There's a Massachusetts man. He, uh, I guess, he's apparently reached a settlement with two Dunkin' Donuts franchise owners. Yes, Tommy Chain Falcon reportedly served him a butter substitute instead of the real thing. So, uh, Jan, you can do that, Polinick. I, I, that's what these. Dunkin' Donuts have done, and he filed a class action suit against uh, the Dunkin' Donuts last 
last month, dude, if you're suing over margarine, it's not you have no class. Right. <laughs> and, and the owners, they own over 20 Dunkin' Donuts locations in Boston, and he's saying he asked for butter on his bagels, but he got artificial spread instead. Uh, Dude, if I had known you could sue for that, I would have. Because I, you know, the the I'm not gonna say where it is, but the Dunkin's Donuts I go to, they they've definitely slipped in some uh, can't believe right in there. Yeah, and uh, you, you notice, you can tell the difference. But how I is know this real gonna? How is this gonna stand? Because he must have had to. You have to save that bagel, right? Like you can't, because you have to present that as evidence. Otherwise, it's just they're just going on his testimony that no, it wasn't real butter. And we just gotta believe this guy. Well, apparently, it it, it <laughs> went somewhere because the attorney says uh, he, the attorney told the boss. Globe that the issue, it might seem like it's really a minor thing, but it, he said his client sued for the sake of other customers. So it's a very stoic thing he's doing. Am I using stoic? Oh, he's a hero. Properly. You yeah. are actually. Yeah. Good job. He, he's being the face of this movement of oh, I had no idea. butter. Here, here uh, I thought he was just a schmuck sh- suing over uh, cow fat. But, right. uh, See, the main point of the lawsuit is to stop the practice of representing one thing and selling a different thing. Uh, it's a minor thing, but at the same time, if somebody goes in and makes a point to order butter for the bagel, they don't want margarine or some other kind of chemical substitute. You know what? Actually, I'm back on his side. Yeah. I'm back on his no, side No, screw this one. guy. Yeah, they don't care if it's margarine. No one's going to go in and say, oh, can I get a bagel with margarine? It takes too long to say. You say butter, and when you say butter, there's an unwritten rule that you're saying whatever your butter equivalent is. Well, what if you go there and you want, like, two scoops of sugar and they give you Splenda? How, here, here's uh, here's the thing about your unwritten rule. I have a written rule that says when I ask for butter, <laughs> you better give me some damn butter. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's an even better point, dude. Because uh, th- and that's where my head you solidified it with the Splenda thing, but that's kind of where my head was. At. I was like, right. yeah, well, what, what, dude? From yeah, artificial sugar versus real sugar? Absolutely. Splenda right. sucks. Splenda's awful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm not gonna sue anyone over it. Well, if they're doing, I'm just going to be like, oh, that sucks. Locations. Maybe I'll get them tomorrow. You're right. I'm, I'm not, but I'm happy that there's some jerk like this guy out there <laughs> doing it because you know how angry I get when, like, you know how you go to Dunks, you get a good cup of coffee. You right. Go, That's awesome. I'm going to go to her every time. But yeah. You can't go to her every time, and so you have to go to another person. And then the next day, it's an awful cup of coffee. You're like, how? Why is there such a variance I don't between know. days? I want to sue every time, but I don't have the money or the time. Right. I'm just glad there's somebody out there that's doing it. That used I to drive he... me crazy, because I used to be the person that people would want to make their coffee. Yeah. And, like, I'm doing other things, and then, like, nope, I want him to do it. Yeah. And i got to yeah. stop doing what I'm doing <laughs> to make coffee for the dummies that can't make it yeah. appropriately. Well, this is a class action lawsuit, so you can get in on this if you Dude, really want. Dude, I think want. I yeah. might. Well, I guess the details of the settlement were not revealed public- publicly, but, uh... The attorney who said he represents both Dunkin' Donuts owners, uh, he also declined to confirm the settlement or provide other details uh, to reporters. A uh, corporate spokesman for Dunkin' Donuts uh, says that the company is aware of the settlement and has different butter options in place. <laughs> Dude, I, I kind of love this corporate stuff. I like... <laughs> It's it's gotten to the point where we litigate about so much that it's it, it is like a, a spoof on itself at this yeah. point. Yeah. And this kind of thing, I, dude, it it warms my heart, man. It's like it's like eating a buttery biscuit. 
<laughs> like, what about that, uh, uh, that that Pepsi controversy going on with Kendall Jenner? I have no idea, but I wrote a sweet joke on Facebook yeah. that everybody showed. Oh, you liked it. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I saw what you wrote. I, I can't remember now. Cause it's not really like a uh, speaking joke. Right. It's, a, it's a written one. Well, I... Uh, I I don't know. I I saw the commercial and I just thought it was so dumb. We were talking about it on the morning show today, and uh, naturally Teddy he's against people picking this apart because uh, I'm with him on the side. You shouldn't be getting offended over something like this, but yeah. I'm really for just picking it apart in the the idiot idiocy that took place. Yeah, to have fun that. with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I haven't seen the commercial. It got pulled by the time I tried to view it. What happens in it? Um. Well, it starts off where um you know people start playing instruments, and then you just see various okay, so far, different Pepsi ethnicities. Uh huh. And, and then you just see everybody starting to join each other, and and they're all marching together. There's okay. signs feeling a little more for, like Coke now. There's signs for peace. <laughs> there's people dancing in the streets, and uh, you know, and everybody like a bit more like Queen David. David Bowie sort of right. thing going on Kinda. there now. Yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's in, in the streets. Yeah, not Queen. We well, and, and, and just people are slowly gathering up, and, and people, they're just, there's more and more people, and it's all smiles, and it's all happy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you see Kendall Jenner. She's modeling, okay. uh, and she has a brunette wig. She ends up taking the brunette wig off, and now she's blonde again, and she's joining everybody in, in their little walking, their march. So everybody's uh, outraged that Kendall Jenner was in a commercial. I get it. Well, <laughs> I get it. What they're outraged about is just how lame I think it was where, um, all right, now, there's a bunch of cops. They're all yep. standing across from each other. They're all making a line. Sure. And, 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 you know, you got the protesters. They're all dancing, doing their happy, peaceful thing. And then Kendall Jenner goes into this big tray of different variations of the same Pepsi. Sure. You know, the cans, the bottles, the this, the different sizes. And she grabs a Pepsi. And she crosses the protesters and gives the officer uh, uh, the Pepsi. He cracks it open. He smiles. He starts drinking it. And then she looks at all the protesters kind of like she had a victory like she did something badass like she slapped the yeah. cop on the uh, ass or uh-huh. something instead of giving him a pepsi and all of a sudden everybody's jumping around and all happy that he's drinking pepsi okay right. so the issue people have is that it it trivializes protests yeah and they're specifically saying that it targets and, black lives matter but I, so now they're so they're arguing that it trivializes protests, and now they're protesting a yeah yeah boycott commercial. Pepsi. Yeah. So shut up. That's yeah. what it sounds kind of like the Christians that were like uh, getting divorces and married in Vegas, and then going like, "Gay marriage is like us, you know, it defiles the sanctity." Sounds a lot like the same argument. Right. But, I mean, I, I still think, like, can you imagine behind the scenes going, oh, the passion. They're going to think that this is the next big thing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's going to be so beautiful. And it just completely backfires in Pepsi's face. You know yeah. what I want to see? The young executive cleaning out his desk this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my mind, too, I'm thinking, why would they use Kendall Jenner? Like, what is she... Because they couldn't, because they couldn't afford Kylie. That's why. Well, yeah. Maybe, but I mean, you're getting somebody who is so privileged. What is she doing, standing with uh, with all of the protesters? Yeah. Like she has been oppressed in any way. <laughs> oh, she's grassroots, man. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, yeah. They're the new normal. Autumn move. See, they should. I don't think anyone should knock Kendall Jenner for this. I mean, Kendall Jenner's what twenty. Like she doesn't. Right. She seems like she's kind of dumb. They were probably like, "Here, here's a bunch of money to do this Pepsi commercial." And she was like, "All right, whatever." I would have done that Pepsi commercial. It's gonna be great. Oh, totally. I'm it not- symbolizes peace and unity, Kendall. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I don't. I don't like. I don't think anybody should make fun of her either. But I. But I think no. People should make fun of her. But people no, shouldn't sorry. be angry yeah, at right, her. Yeah. It, right. 
Yeah. And I agree with that. Make fun away, but don't be angry that you're offended over right. something stupid like this. The worst thing, emotion you can have about Kendall Jenner is idolization. Yeah. That's the worst thing you could do. So, like, really, that's who we should be talking about. The people who think she's, like, worth putting on a pedestal. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. I just... What has she done? So, you know what? She, she can pass... If she can solve a Rubik's Cube... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, something. She's right. always forgiven. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she does seem like the nicest of the Kardashian slash Jenner family. Oh. Yeah. That's like uh, that's like saying something that's a metaphor for what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say smartest and we all know. Yeah. I I don't know. I yeah, I got lazy. <laughs> um yeah, uh well, the Pepsi commercial, that's right, what we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah dude, I, you're getting outraged about people. Let's let's kind of, let's take a step back. Yeah. You're getting angry at soft drinks. And here's <laughs> the thing, yeah, if you're so sensitive that this commercial upsets you, no one's going to take your protest seriously. You know? Yeah. Pepsi's going to get way more play anyway. Yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. you're right, they are ripping off the whole Coke thing anyway. And just yeah. trying to set it in modern times. I was wondering why you guys didn't react better to that, because that's totally, when you were saying that, like, people are dancing, I'm like, that's the Coke across. Well, yeah, across I, like, was, I didn't react to it, because I just wanted to hear the rest of the commercial uh, still. I do like but to yeah, cut him off. It's absolutely the Coke, that famous yeah. Coke commercial from, like, the 80s. Yeah, how come nobody's talking about that? You know what I was thinking of is, I don't know which commercial it is, but remember, it, I think it was done during the Super Bowl, where um, people were singing, I think, America the Beautiful, and it was, like, all different ethnicities. Yeah, yeah. And then when I saw the commercial, I'm like, you know Budweiser. what? Budweiser. I, I don't think Budweiser was... gets real American with their commercials. Yeah, they do. Well, in, it was in a way kind of from here. uniting <laughs> the country, you know. And, and America the Beautiful was saying uh, th just in a bunch of different languages. When I, I remember seeing the commercial, going, "Oh yeah, people are going to be pissed off about this one." <laughs> and sure enough, they were. Yeah. Yep. It's like, dude, right next dude. I agree I with that one. It was a Budweiser commercial. What are they doing singing on my bear? <laughs> I do. Well, the, the funny thing about this is like... No, it was it was Coke. Oh, it was? Coca-Cola 2014. Oh, okay. Uh, it was it was one minute long. Oh, but, 2014. I mean, you go through it. Patriots right won that horse. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's Malcolm singing. Butler making the last yeah. minute interception Doesn't on matter. the goal and line. The people complaining about this thing, aren't these the same people who kind of worship the 70s, like hippies protesting or that? And wasn't there some sort of thing where the girl puts, like, a flower in the rifle? Isn't that kind of the same thing we're going with here? Kind of, but at the same time, it's it's like, dude, Pepsi. I, I mean, it's, it's like your annoying friend yeah. that you can tell they're yeah. trying too hard. Yeah, totally. And you're like, dude, knock, knock it off, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Just be yourself. Girls right. like you, all right? Yeah, you don't have yeah. to put on this whole PC feminism. <laughs> all right, I, I got one more story, and then we can take a break and drink some beer. Uh, and this one actually comes out of the Philippines. Uh, there's a medical clinic in the Philippines. Philippines! <laughs> and they're using uh, an interesting mascot to advertise its circumcision service. Uh, you want to oh, guess who they're using? I do. I was going to actually ask you if I could guess. Uh, <laughs> is it a top hat? Uh, not a top hat. Oh. <laughs> a, a beanie? No. Okay. Oh, a yarmulke. <laughs> no, they're not using a yarmulke. <laughs> okay. They're using, uh, they're using Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Oh, wow. They got a big like billboard. Yeah, they got a big billboard. I don't know if you can see it from there. Oh, uh, wow. And he has his blades <laughs> out. 
And uh, this Filipino... Uh, uh, also, I like that they call it circumcision package. I think that's uh, funny. Uh, I didn't, it's I didn't it's catch an that. advertisement for uh, Dionisio M. Cornell Memorial Medical Center in Antipolo. Uh, and, and it features the image of Hugh Jackman as the adamantium clawed character he played in the X-Men and Wolverine films. That's stupid because then you'd get... Your ding sliced in three. I feel like uh, that's. What, he can what, use just one of them. Remember, in one of the movies, he does like a middle finger. Oh, that. you know what? That's right. I forgot. He yeah. independent. He's very careful with his claws. I forgot about that. Uh, the text at the bottom of the advertisement roughly translates to "Cheap Doctor Hospital." This is where you get painless circumcision. You should never go anywhere that says "Cheap Doctor." Yeah, <laughs> that is. <laughs> you should never do that, yeah. drunk or high. That's equal to like cheap food. The poster says <laughs> the. Foreskin, good, good <laughs> yeah. Uh, the foreskin removal service, which is probably not actually carried out by a mutant superhero, uh, but it costs about twenty-eight bucks. So. Oh yeah, no, you got. <laughs> yeah, that's a deal, dude. You say no for that's a deal. Nope, dude. nope. I'm not having any twenty-eight dollar procedures <laughs> on my special place. Dude, nope. Thirty bucks, you're in, you're out. Yeah, it's painless. You know, I, I spend that sometimes at McDonald's. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm saying, I'll spend that on DVDs in a weekend. Like you're in, you're out. That's a good deal, dude. You know, you uh, a couple Blu-rays for that. I don't want good deals, man. I want exquisite service. <laughs> okay. I want the Rolls Royce of doctors. All right. right. Well, now we're getting somewhere. Listen, sales is all about finding out what your customer needs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, I I remember when my son had to get like when he was born. I guess the foreskin was too small and they couldn't circumcise him right away. Oh. So we actually had to get an appointment and go back to the doctor. And I think he was three months old at this time. Oh. And uh, I remember them asking me to hold him down, and it was the most painful thing oh, in the world for me. Yikes. And then after the fact, I was told that I didn't even have to be in there and i'm like i didn't why yeah. why was i in there they even have like a little <laughs> pad you. for like to, to like tie the babies they down got you, dude uh, and, and got you dude <laughs> my like, son we're gonna get him to they put a little <laughs> cap over it and then they they pull the, the 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 foreskin over the cap and then they tie a string around it and they pull the string oh they do tight. it like eyebrows <laughs> yeah man oh my god and it comes it's off actually that in a mall kiosk yeah. just like the eyebrows <laughs> guy, that's why it's 28 bucks <laughs> i thought my son was gonna hate me forever and luckily yeah. he can't even remember it happened that's but true. oh my gosh well, i remember is, you know there's some deep-seated resentment there that's not I, on the surface i feel like i couldn't eat that day man like it was yeah. a really rough day for me because i just kept imagining like like i what if something happened and then forever his wiener's all messed up because of me holding yeah. him weird yeah. or, or <laughs> I, oh. I imagine i imagine a lot of cigarette smoking while looking up at the sky <laughs> that day. in like, silence <laughs> oh my gosh so <laughs> we have uh, we have to take a break uh, when we come back i have uh, four interesting beers we're gonna try um, yeah. That I'm really excited to try. We and, get wasted. So uh, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. Come to the house She's got a flat screen TV And a comfortable couch 
back to the after party. We hope you enjoy your stay. Here's Chris Boudlon. Drink some beer. I'm Chris Hublon. Joined in studio, I have Matt Barry. Hey, everyone. Rick Doucette. Uh, hey. And Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, answering the phone calls. And, and I specifically asked for you not to call during the segment. Okay, I'm just I'm just saying. But if you did call us on this segment, the number is nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. And uh, I found some tasty beverages for today. Uh, all we don't know if they're tasty yet. Well, I <laughs> I like all beers. You know, it's funny when I went to navigation today. Um, he handed me a beer, asking if there was any off flavors to it, and I liked it just the same. I didn't really notice any. That's why. But it's hard to ask me. It, al- it almost makes you a bad beer segment host because you just like all the beers. It, well, occasionally, like, we were talking off-air about Flying Dog. Now, yeah. I think they made a pumpkin beer that I just did not like at all. Yeah. There, there was something that I did not like. And, um... And and even still, sometimes if I don't like something, I like to tailor the flavor to maybe something that somebody would like. You know, mm-hmm. like maybe if you know a bitter, uh, we have a bitter IPA. Uh, it's it, it's definitely for a hophead, not for an introductory beer. You know, yeah. And I, I, I like to dig into that sort of thing. Yeah, but I'm uh, a total hophead, love hops. We have a, a few good styles though to try. Um, we have a Mayflower Brewing Company. Uh, we have Flying Dog. We have North Coast Brewing Company, and then we'll finish off with Fort Hill Brewery. It's called Wilbur, and uh, it's two pigs smoking some food. It looks like it's, it's a Rausch beer. R a u c h b i e r. If you ever see Rausch like that, that means smoke. So uh, if you ever see that uh, you're drinking a Rausch beer, you're drinking a smoked beer. I also think it's Rauch. Rauch? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I, didn't I think the CH in German is a, like a CK yeah. over here. I always just Is it an SCH, though, in Rausch? No, R-A-U-C-H. Oh, okay. But you know what? You could be right. I wish I took German instead of Spanish. Maybe I did. I took better three grades. Grades. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. They then you know more German than me. A little school. bit. A little bit. <laughs> But the Just first on the one, German thing, though, and fell through, and in lieu of. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you Just for that. Better Just better than at, at German and most English. <laughs> <laughs> Just terms, okay? Uh, Some terms. So, so what's the first one we got here? The first terms one of endangerment. And I got one for you, Bob. Um, uh, the, the first one we're going to try here is the uh, Mayflower Fresh Start Tart and Hoppy Ale. It's 5% alcohol. Mm. It is tart. Yeah, that's good. That's interesting. Whoa, I like it. Yeah, I think it's all right. It it it's not enough for me. It's really? a little it's a little bland. I've never been a I've never really liked Mayflower though. Well, I've yeah. really liked Mayflower as I, I a like brewery. I, think, I can't stand their their Golden Ale, the main one. Like, really? I just, yeah, I, I just I think they're boring. I, I think they're had, so boring. I think you're right, man. I, I I like I just like the kind of tartness in in this beer. I don't think I've ever really exp- I'm, and I'm a rookie, so forgive me, but I've not experienced a lot of that. Yeah. So having that sort of smack on the tongue in other right. beers, I would like. 
But you're right. I've tried other Mayflowers, and they're pretty much like bland. Like, you know, I, 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 I find them dull as well. I think so. Well, I, I kind of like them. I, I like the idea of Mayflower, though. I don't know. Maybe I, I like the idea more than I like the uh, the beers, but I don't mind them. You're such um, a history buff. I, but yeah, only a beer history buff. Yeah. <laughs> What's the idea of Mayflower that you like so much? Um, just, uh, just being how, a down-home American? No, just straight <laughs> up. like They stopped in Plymouth because they ran out of beer. You know, like that their whole voyage. And like in my mind, I remember when I first started drinking uh, uh, the Mayflowers, they, they always have like cool quotes. Uh, on on the beer and like in my mind I was always thinking like what if they were close to the recipe that they originally drank and they told me it's probably not or yeah. <laughs> but like I think for me I, I kind of like that idea to it now what I'd, were the, the beers we had the last time I was here because we had some really crisp beers then and this is just this reminds me of just a watered down version of those beers. oh yeah yeah was I here for that uh, no Alan was here oh okay okay yeah I don't I, I don't remember I wish I wrote this stuff down. You figure I'd I'd hold on to a list. Yeah, that way we could like call back and reference. And it's on yeah. the, it's on the site. Oh yeah, it's it's oh. on the website. Oh man, Bob coming in is the only guy in this show who does any work. <laughs> but with bitterness, it's thirty IBUs. Uh, and it's funny, um, um, the malts they use. They use a pilsner malt, a pale wheat malt. A pilsner malt is a lot lighter than a pale wheat. Or I, I th- I'm fairly sure. Monastique, I'm not sure what that is. Acidulated is I, I think they uh, they I couldn't even give you a solid definition. I, I've heard it explained to me what acidulated is, and that's what gives you that tart flavor in the beer. Uh, and it all starts with the malts and the hops. They use mosaic and citra. The yeast, House Belgian. Um, it, it, you know this. I'm at, this is actually probably my favorite Mayflower uh, product here. Yeah, I, I actually. There's some layers of flavor that I really enjoy. It reminds me a bit of a Riesling. Of a Riesling? Yeah, you know the wine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a Riesling. Like a, a dude, 90 plus, by the way, does the best Riesling. Um, but, yeah, it's got that sort of like uh, layers of flavor and in, in, uh, tart bitterness that a Riesling would have. Right, with almost like a, a sweet finish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not bad. It's pretty good. It's light. It's definitely for the warmer weather for maybe next week. And if you want to try something different, it's not bad. Yeah, um, and I'm not going to let Matt's opinion skew my views of Mayflower because I still think they're a good brewing company. I think it was the uh, the Primus by Liquid Riot that I'm thinking. Oh of, yeah, which that was, was a like good one. it was like a really harsh splash right away, and then it went away almost instantly. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Well, this is that that was a good one. I think that's kind of more a no, spring. No, it wasn't. <laughs> well, Matt doesn't. You like know what? That no, one. I don't dislike it. I think it's fine. I think it's a perfectly good beer. I would totally like recommend this beer. It's definitely a good mowing the lawn beer. Yeah, celebrate the return. Of of spring to New England with Mayflower yeah. fresh start. Yeah, but you know what? Go get yourself a cold snap. Don't feel like you're being oh, sellout like for drinking snap. Sam Adams. I do not like cold. Cold snap. snap it's the best. Oh man, uh-uh. it's the first beer to hold down that spring seasonal spot in like the history of Sam Adams. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I, I remember every time I've had cold snap. Not a fan of cold snap. It, it, that's a beer I don't like. I just uh-huh. don't. I don't really like Sam Adams. Really? I think they put like. Too much brown sugar in whatever they make. I don't know. I think everything's just full of brown sugar. I'm like, why is it always in there? Yeah, uh, I think brown sugar goes in certain beers, like uh, you know, uh, Lagunitas brown sugar. That was a pretty good one, but it's also like good one. never had it. So yeah, I'm I'm like an IPA guy, man. I don't really I don't really um, sorry, <laughs> dead air. Whoops, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I don't really uh, venture too far outside of the IPA thing. You know what I mean? Lagunitas has a lot of good IPAs. They man. do little something, little something is. Yeah, delectable. It, it, dude. It's really good, but it sneaks up on you because it's so tasty. It's one of those. It's like it's like drinking uh, like sangria. 
And, uh, uh, something about that, Chris. <laughs> a little too much. This next one we have here is uh, from Flying Dog. And I got some for you, Bob, but you're going to have to pour your own because uh, I don't have any more cups. <laughs> and this one's uh, called Doggy Style Pale Ale. That's really the only reason why I, I got it. Mm. Yeah. This, it's got a great label, but I, I've, this is another company I've never liked too many. Like, there, I've yeah. tried them all. They're very intense, but it's just They're not hit me. or miss. I, I feel like... Yeah. With this one, it, it's definitely a, a malt heavy. It's more malt yeah, balanced than hot. Yeah. I like this. I think it's unique for a pale ale um, in terms mm. of, of going that sweeter angle rather than having like the bite. Um, I almost feel like ginger ale in there. You yeah, know? like there's uh, the the way the hops kind of react with that maltiness. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe if not ginger ale, just like, it definitely maybe has a, that sort of spice little, element. I get, yeah, yeah, I get, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Mm. Yeah, but Flying Dog, I've always appreciated their their adventurousness yeah. in their beers. Mm. They make some like a lot of the stuff Flying Dog makes. A lot of places don't make, but they are very hit or miss for me. You know, the more I sip on this, the more I really like it because it is kind of juicy. There's like you a like quenchable. Uh, 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 a thing going on there. Yeah, and it hits a different part of your mouth than most pale ales, I think. <laughs> mm, mm. And visually, it's pretty dark for a pale ale. Well, it, it, it really depends on hitting them in the back of the mouth for once. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it depends because uh, it, it's really just the malts they use. And here they say they use um, specialty malts, caramel malts, and the caramel Definitely. malts come in different degrees. Definitely, mm. tell that. Like I've been using um, thirty-two. Uh, ninety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, uh, ten love a bond. That's normally the the degree. It goes from ten love a bond to like one hundred and sixty love a bond. Oh, to thirty love. Yeah, yeah. set match. And, and, and that's, <laughs> that that is like normally when I make an IPA, I've been used. I use twenty love a bond caramel malts, and uh, that comes out kind of dark. So this last IPA I made, uh, I've used ten, but I'm using a different yeast, which is acting all funky that I'm not used to. Hmm. Um. So uh, we'll we'll see how that comes out in the next month or so. Whose yeast is it, Chris? <laughs> it's it's uh, White Labs yeast. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, this one they use a uh, Northern Brewer hops, Cascade, Simcoe, and Citra. And I um I think I like Cascade and Citra best. Mm. Those are my two favorite. They're like Paul. They're like uh, Paul and Lennon. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I, I think a lot of people like Cascade and Citra. Yeah, you know, I got a friend. What do you who, call me? Common? Same. I'm, I'm usual. I am sort of a base. A lot of people. I, a lot of people like Cascade and Citra. Those are the ones, and and they're, they're typically tasty. used highly in a lot of IPAs. I have a friend that grows Cascade hops. Mm. So uh, come springtime, I'll be going over and I'll be picking them when they're ready, oh, wow. and I'm going to be brewing a big batch of beer with fresh hops. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, man. Yep. True story. I should have thought about doing stuff like that. What, growing hops or brewing beer? Growing hops. You want to be the textile guy. You don't want to be the, the factory or the industry guy. Do you know who's you know who's wealthy? Textiles. Textile barriers. Not if you're here you know in Lowell. Do you know what I mean? Uh, the American Textile History Museum just kind of went out of business last year. Yep. Oh, that's unfortunate for my conversation. <laughs> <laughs> You ever hear the uh, the Chris Rock bit about rich versus wealthy? Yeah, where he's like, oh, Shaq is rich, but the white guy who writes Shaq's checks is wealthy. Is wealthy, right? Yeah, exactly. No, no, it, that's a very good point. Yeah, it's like the cigarette company's rich, yeah, but the tobacco growers, oh yeah, they're wealthy. Oh my gosh, this one is. Uh, 
I get, just smelling it. Uh, you know what? I, I've realized I'm not really a huge fan of the Belgian triples, the doubles, I, the quads. I'm a, oh, double is, pro- is one of my favorite kind of beers. Really? Yeah. You know... Uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'll go for a nice Belgian single because they're light, they're crisp, you know, like Allagash or, or things like that. Those are Belgians, but once you get to double, uh, double is a lot thicker. This one, if you want any... I like uh, that. What What is that? That what? What's, what's the next beer? The next beer we're drinking is uh, made by uh, it's uh, North, North Coast, Coast Brewing. It's the Brother Thelonious. Brother Thelonious. And he, it, it's a pretty cool design. He has like a, what looks like a sun in the background, but it's really like a piano yeah. piece set. And it, uh, it, they support jazz music. Yeah, North Coast Brewing is proud to partner with uh, the Thelonious Monk Institute of Jazz. In support of jazz education, the brewery makes a donation to the Institute uh, for every bottle of Brother Thelonious Belgian-style Abbey Ale sold. Like a Belgian uh, dark, strong ale, this beer is rich and robust. And when you smell it, when you bring it to your nose, it is rich and robust. I'm glad Ooh. I have people to share with. Yeah. It's a thick beer, too. Yeah. It is like you're, it's like drinking maple syrup. It's so thick. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, you can put that on your pancakes, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it has those flavors of a typical Belgian, but when you get into strong ale, when you get into the doubles, the triples, you need you need to up the gravity, and only so much of that ferments over to alcohol. Yeah, it's very sugary, this beer. You can tell, mm. like, this is going to give you a hangover, man. Oh, Too yeah. many of them. Dark beers always do, man. Well, you want to guess the, the alcohol percentage? Did I say that one yet? I'm going to say it's eight-something. 9.4. Whoa! Oh. Yeah, yeah. Dude, when I in my younger days, I liked the darker beers. <clears throat> yeah, because that's how you. I think that's uh, that's how I progressed. Like I started going like, I need a better beer, Guinness. Right. Yeah. So I thought better beer was just you go for like stouts, things like that, and then eventually you know the craft <laughs> things started happening. Up. Right. But so in my younger days, I was like I've I was drinking at, at my most expensive these Belgian Abbeys, dude, and almost only because of the bottle. Because a lot of the Belgian Abbeys got bottled the, the cork on the yeah, top. Dude, yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah, what is the what is the company that puts those out? They they're one of Grosh. the Trappist ones. No, they're not. That's not the one I'm thinking of. But uh, I mean, you are right. Yeah, that, I mean that's the mo- like tip. I mean just to put it in people's heads. Yeah. you know what I mean. But that kind of yeah, that like metal snap cork, uh-huh. dude. I, and then you get <laughs> and it come like, it, like I remember getting this Belgian Abbey. It came in like a ceramic bottle. Yeah, it was, like something you would just like keep with you. Uh-huh. Right. It was almost like a like a church elder. You're like a monk and like just <laughs> yeah, up in the mountains. That well, way. a lot of them are made by monks. Yeah, yeah. Like the a lot all the Trappist stuff is 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 yeah. brewed by monks. Okay. And, uh, they, yeah. There's a, a, a cha- uh, there's only something like seven or it's seven or eleven um, Trappist beers in the world that are right. like brewed by like sanctioned Trappist monasteries, and one of them is is in those bottles. I can't remember what. Well, and, and bottles. what are you chuckling about? Because you got the sticker on your face. Oh, okay. And I'm like, this is why me and Matt get along. Because Matt's thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> part part of the uh, that dark caramel color you, you see is also from uh, how long they'll typically put it in the boil because the sugars will caramelize while they're boiling and uh, oh, yeah. that's what kind of makes it so dark and, and you're even getting that sweet caramel yeah. flavor which is straight the double is the only Belgian beer that is dark though which is really strange like the triples are a light beer yeah uh, you know what I, like, I, I don't mind this one this one's pretty good but Weibacher uh, Quad whew, can't do it yeah I think I tried. I think I tried the Weibacher. That's a yeah. 
That's I, a beast. I tried it before. I thought I was going to like it, and I got a six-pack when I was in Pennsylvania. Oh, you just forced it. You're like, I can't wait. Yeah. It. Well, because we were driving back home from Indiana, and it was me and the wife without the kids, so we stopped <laughs> off at a hotel, and uh, oh, it, it was like a brewery that was inside like a train station, and uh, oh, when we were neat. leaving, I've never seen it before, so I grabbed wait, where it. Where were you two? Uh, we were in Pennsylvania. I, I was... In it, I'm doing a brewery in a train station. That's such a Pennsylvania thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty cool little spot. It does embrace its industry. It like really that. does, dude. That's such a Pennsylvania thing. But uh, the only more Pennsylvania thing is if they had a brewery in like an old steel mill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a hoagie shop. Brother Thelonious is actually one of the first craft beers I ever bought. Oh really? Oh, we get new cups for this one. Yeah, I figured uh, that was a pretty thick this one. one. Sullied the uh, now. Is this the smoked one that we're this getting is right the now? Smoked one, yeah. This is the lightest smoked beer I've ever seen. It is. In, in did it's you just a, toot? What's that? Did you just toot? No, I, I, I did. Was that the chair? It was the chair. That you're blaming it on the chair. Well, well I was confused. I didn't right. understand. I, I you got a really stinky chair, Chris. Yeah, Anyone ever tell you that? Chair stinks. Yeah, your your chair smells like it's been eating burritos all day. Uh, yeah. It was National Burrito Day uh, yeah, today, guys. Yeah, it's weird how you can't mimic it, huh? <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, this smells like bacon. Bacon and smoke. It smells exactly like bacon. <laughs> it, it, the smell of the beer goes, uh, it doesn't look like, it, it doesn't smell like the way it looks. No, it actually smells like smoke. Yeah. It really does. I'm, I'm afraid, getting Chris. smoked bacon. Chris, I'm afraid. It tastes crazy. like bacon. Oh my god! It's such a disorienting. Really? It's such a disorienting Whoa. flavor. It's like prickly. Yeah. You look at this beer. You don't think it's gonna taste that way. I'm scared, guys. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really freaking out over here. I'm losing it. What? Can we get the name of this one again? Uh, this is um, Wilbur uh, Fort Hill Brewery. It's called Wilbur. That all oh, the bacon thing makes so much sense now. <laughs> it's uh. Uh, a a, a Rauk beer, <laughs> or a Rausch beer, how oh. I would say it. It's a German smoked lager. 5.9% too, very light for, I mean, for 5.9%, I'd guess like closer to 4.9. But uh, it's very, you know what, I had a beer the other day. I went to, to uh, True West Brewery in Acton, and they have this beer. It's a, a campfire session. Dude, you got to start hitting me up when you go when you go brewery hopping, man. I will, me I don't too. know. Do you guys, well, I was trying to, like, find... I just told you I went to somebody knows like three weeks ago. But I, I, mean, I was I, going I, in the afternoon. Are you guys available what, in the on afternoon? Saturday? On Saturday? No, on Wednesday. Or t- oh, it was no, Wednesday. Yeah, no, I, I have a day. Yeah. Oh, on Saturdays, on Saturdays you brew, right? Uh, on Saturdays, I some Saturday. I'm trying to do like once a month brewing on on Saturdays. Oh, okay, it's an all day okay. thing. I start at seven. And I don't finish till like two. Right, hit me but up next time. You, I, I will. Let I'll, me know. I know, I know it's kind of on me. I know it's a bit on me to kind of get in contact with you two because you did tell well, me to like hit you up when you when I want to come by. So yeah. Well, I, in, in all fairness, I understand. Uh, I, but a Saturday or Sunday thing, I'm definitely down, man. Okay, yeah, man. But my yeah. girlfriend works Sundays, so yeah. I, I I'm not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, I, I might. My girlfriend uh, hates me, so yeah. she wants me. Well, Saturdays house. work best for me because I don't have to work or anything on Sundays, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I won't do it on a Sunday because if I have yeah, to work rest. on Monday, then it's it, it's a lot of work to do. For are you getting yeah. trashed in the tasting rooms? 
No, no, I, okay. I go for a flight, really, and then I'll get I'll get some food, and then I'll deuce out. I, I don't really have that many beers, and a flight is a bunch of little beers. Yeah, so. yeah, so that, it's basically I, one beer. Chris, Chris says that, but I see his Facebook, and every day is a flight. Like, every <laughs> day, like I don't even drink that much, but like every day he's got a new right. Drink. But that's like <laughs> one flight, you know. It depends on how many places I'm hitting up in a day. But what do you think about this beer, dude? This is really I, I like it's it, good. but I I wouldn't drink two. I wouldn't drink two. It's when you have one that day, and that's. It. This uh, is a fun smoked beer. This yeah, is interesting. You have it, and it's you definitely you know you have it with the food you have in. Yeah, I liked um, the uh, 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 True West vi- uh, Brewing though. I like their smoked beer a whole lot more than this. You can really taste the smoke. Yeah, I mean, th- this is like this is like getting your face near the fi- like near the fire, dude. When you know when you when you don't realize like you're just trying to get warm and you don't realize the air's going your way and you take in that deep that deep nose breath. That you take, you're like, oh no, it like gets in well, your in your throat. Wrote. You know how uh, smoked beers, that, that that's typically how most beers tasted way back in the day because they would roast the malts, but they would roast it over uh, these flames that there was no way of getting the smoke out until I think it was 1817 that Daniel Wheeler invented this dr- this drum that he spun knows the, the guy. Wheeler. He yeah. knows the guy. <laughs> Daniel Wheeler. Yeah. Bur- uh, birth date when, Chris? Oh, uh, I don't know. It was 1817, I'm fairly positive, about when this was invented. <laughs> he didn't let me do oh, okay. <laughs> and and what what happened was uh it, it, it took the malts and you're they were able to roast them better to where it wasn't absorbing any of the smoke and uh, uh but otherwise prior to that a lot of the beers that you may may have drank came out pretty smoky i'm guessing what they did was uh he put them in a kettle Right, like, yeah. You know, if you don't just roast them over the open fire, <laughs> right. somehow the smoke doesn't get to right. them. Like, if you put them in a container. <laughs> 1817. Good job, Daniel. <laughs> well, I mean, nice that really kind of changed the course of uh, of a lot of beer. And uh, they were able, because they used to, for porters and stuff, they used this crappy malt called brown malt. And, uh, it doesn't even have a yeah. cool name. No, it was, it, was literally, it was called brown malt. Like and gray clay. Uh, the the <laughs> quality. Sculpt with some gray. Was play. was always very spotty, but uh, once they were able to uh, uh, roast the malt appropriately, they were able to get different colors. So they could use the pale malt, and then they could use like a little bit of black malt or chocolate malt, or and it's literally black patent malt because of the uh, the Wheeler and the, the the drum and stuff. So um, oh yeah. no, I hear the Beatles. That means we have to stop talking, right? I think it's, is that Zappa? Or no, this is, is the Beatles. Beatles. This is this then is we finished flying. with Zappa. That's right. Yeah, this all right. Is flying. So. Uh, magical mystery. This was man. a this was a, a fun rotation of beers. Very yeah, it always is. It's interesting, man. I, yeah. I don't think I hated anything this time, and I'm u- guaranteed for one. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, stay with us. Uh, we got some news at the top of the hour, and uh, when we come back, I don't know what's going to happen, but we, we got now ha- Do we have news? Oh, it's the real news. It's the real time, news. Right? Yeah, it's we're not our news. news. So stay with us. You're listening to the After Party at 980 WCAP. Hi, this is Matt Kona. And this is Josh Day. And we are on the After Party Radio, WCAP 980 AM and online in iTunes and Stitcher. And check us out. Sound it out. Thanks for sounding it out, listeners. Thanks for sounding it out here in the After Party. This is Matt Kona. And this is Josh Day. And Chris Poublon's the host. And here's a microphone. Good night. We love it. I'll tell you this, though. <laughs> Laugh and enjoy, people. That's the main thing. I swear to God. Is that your wife, sir? Jesus. Girl. I'll tell you this. 
next to... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She's a pretty lady. Jeez. What was it, a train? I'll tell you this. It's fantastic. I laugh about people. Look at the people in the balcony sitting there, spinning down on the other people. They're the homeless. That's the whole damn thing. Come on, I laughed at you for Christ's sake. Look at this guy here. You, what, what is your heritage, my friend? What is your heritage? Hawaiian? Son of a bitch, I don't have a joke for that. Anyway, uh, here's your aloha. Aloha this. Now, be proud of your island. They just sit around going, Mahalo, Have 40 kids and just in heat all the time. But I laugh and I joke. You're built like my wife. Good lamps. Nothing to be ashamed of. I'm married to a woman like that 27 years. Takes over the Brazier at night and the head hits the sink. 27 years, haven't seen her face. Just walks around the house like this all the time. Finally, I had to paint eyes on her ass, then I painted a smile on it. I've been kissing it ever since. But you're wonderful people. I laugh. How much you weigh, big fella? 200 on the left side of your ass, you weigh 200. This is the type of guy that goes to the toilet and the toilet goes, Get off me! Probably sitting there and play with the roller. Chinese, Japanese, Filipino, my ass, you're a Jap. I'll tell you this. Three years in the jungle looking for your uncle. I'll tell you this. Walking around going, oh. No, I kid you, we're all brothers. God bless you, my friend. What is your first name? Joe? Joe, my ass, Joe. During World War II, they were all Joe. You're a Jew. You gotta be with that nose. If you're not, you're an eagle. I'll tell you this. Look at the nose in the sun. As you're breathing, my socks are coming up. I'll tell you this, though. Enjoy. Laugh at people. Why do I laugh at Whoopi and, and, and Robin and, and Billy? Why? Because they get on my goddamn nerves. I swear to God, and Billy especially, you know, I, I don't know Robin that well. I know Billy. He keeps walking around saying, how do I look? Do I look good? And you give him a cookie and he goes away. He's a real pain in the ass, I'll tell you that. Anyway, look at the black brother laughing his ass off. And meanwhile, your partner's up in a room taking my jewelry. I'll tell you this. Who this? Now, I'll tell you this. It's great, though. Laugh about life. That's the whole damn thing.
I'm Chris Bublon. Joined in the studio, I got Matt Barry. Hey, everyone. We have Mr. Rick Doucette. Yep. We have Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons, uh, answering the phone, smashing the bricks, grabbing the coins, throwing rings at people, playing songs. Piping up the music when it's not supposed to be piped up, Bob. <laughs> Bob, just hit the sound effect. Chris has been giving you the cue for like five minutes now. Yeah, really. there, there we is. go. All right. And he's also answering the phones if you want to give us a call about anything we've talked about in uh, the, the past two hours. Uh, oh, the right. One time we had Gary Hoey here, and people were calling from all over the country. Seriously? Yeah, because yeah. he has like a legitimate fan base, and people like him. Oh, what yeah. happened to him? He got busy. Yeah, he oh, went on. To- he's a he, you know he's a professional touring musician. Yeah, he's, he's he a rock star, man. Oh, rats. And uh, well, it, but the phone number, if you want to give us a call, it's nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero. And uh, we play Don Rickles because well, he passed away. At 90. Yeah. And yeah, I, not a tragic sad, death at all. No, no don't feel tragic. bad. So no. sad. He was done. Yeah. Uh, he survived by... <laughs> yeah. You know what I hate? Like, uh, this, this was really bugging me out when uh, George Bush had pneumonia, right? He's old. He's like 92 years yeah. old. He had pneumonia. Yeah. And they're making like these crazy news stories. Like, oh, hopefully he's okay. He's 92. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he had his run. Like, it's amazing he lived that long with having like such a stressful job as president right. of the United States. Now he's like, sucking up the resources by taking care of his pneumonia. Just let the guy die. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. All right? I know both he, of them. Both him and uh, Mrs. Bush. They're both still... They were yeah, at the, they both got sick. They were, right. Yeah, because at the Super Bowl, they were pushing... Him around in the yeah. wheelchairs and everything, and then he tr- they tried to make him flip a coin, and he yeah. didn't really do he it at all. Yeah, he just kind of fell out of his hand awkwardly. I love how they're pushing around like animatrons too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there comes a point. Like, come on, it was come like on. weekend at Bernie's with the president <laughs> of the United States. It was like I flipping a coin. <laughs> it's like don't act surprised. That's all I'm saying is don't act surprised. Yeah. I mean, it, look, if they die in their 60s, act a little surprised. Yeah, in their 70s, all right, you can start losing. Losing the appeal of surprise. Even Prince wasn't terribly tragic because even though Prince was only fifty, like we got all the good Prince. Yeah. Like there wasn't any. There was Prince wasn't gonna make a big comeback later on. Prince had been kind of crappy for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in rock star years he was seventy, and in black years he was like ninety. So <laughs> really, you know. Right. Yeah. He it, made it through. You know. He lived yeah. a good life. So just don't. That's all I ask. But same with Rickles, man. I like. I felt like. I saw the thing on uh, on CNN. You know, that's how I always find out people die. Cause, you know, because I've yeah. you know watching CNN, and then um, I was like, "Oh man, that sucks!" And immediately I was just like, "But he was 90. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, you know, it's only the next thing you say. Yeah, he lived a good yeah, life. Yeah, you're not sitting there like, "Oh, we're never gonna get that next great Rickles special." Uh, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Like that's the other thing. I would wanted to see him, but he by the time I was able to afford tickets to go to see him. He's already in his 80s. Right. And I had made the decision, like, I don't really want to see, like, a shaky Rickles. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to see down and out Rickles. Right, because, you know, I mean, even watching, remember, uh, uh, Dirty Work. He was in Dirty Work. Yeah. And oh, great. He yeah, was old yeah. there, but, I mean, he was good. He was, he was, I think he called somebody a hockey puck. Yeah, and that, that was, was his thing. That was, like, his, look his, at his you. famous line. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was even a, a thing I, in Toy Story. I love, I love how he would, he would always come, look, look at you. Look at you. <laughs> See, my favorite thing he would do, he would go uh, on the roast. He would, like, address somebody like, ah, uh, uh, Dean. Dean, my loving friend, Dean. I never liked you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man, he's a master, dude. Right, yeah, well, it, I, uh, earlier I was watching some of the older videos, and I mean, he he lived the life, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, being at 90 years old, back in the day, being on that, that TV, that must have been a blast for, for them to be, like, even... Oh, yeah, that was back in the day when only, like, six people got to be on TV. Yeah, man. right. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, yeah, and five of them were Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he has a great story about Frank Sinatra, like... First of all, yeah, this is a, guy, a comedian who was able to hang with the Rat Pack. Rat Pack, you know what I mean? Like this guy is synonymous, synonymous with Frank Sinatra. Oh, who's bad at English now? <laughs> it was bound to happen. Synonymous <laughs> is a difficult word, same as uh, antonym or synonym. Or, hey, you, you did all right yeah, though. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, dude, he has this great story about um, he had just started meeting, like was just started being friends with Frank, and uh, he had this girl with him. At, went to like a Vegas casino or whatever. Saw Frank, and he he was like he was like Frank, could you just do me a favor? Could you come by the table? Just come by the table, say hi, act like you know me, whatever. Just just I, I got this girl. Please just come by the table. So after some controlling, Frank agrees to do it. So Rickles brings you know goes back to the table with his girl. He's sitting there. Frank comes over. He goes, hey, Don, uh, who's this lovely girl with? And he goes, buzz off, will you? I'm trying to have a date. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's amazing. You, know, you got away with doing that. I'm sure you got the humor. Exactly. Yeah, you know, Frank, you know, Frank was a good sport about it. Dude, he's got he's got great stories like that. Get, go get Rickles' book today if you haven't read it, man. Oh, really? Does it's, he have a good book, too? It's, it's called Rickles' book. It's, really? I own it. It's amazing. I'll, I'll have to look that up as well. Cause, at I mean, the public library. At the public library. <laughs> Sorry, I, library. The library, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I, reading uh, um, uh, 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 Last Words from George Carlin, yeah. I mean, that's where I got a lot of uh, the, the late night show stuff, and same with Steve Martin, you know? And to watch uh, Don Rickles do some of his appearances on those shows, it's funny because it was really a select few in yeah. a, and almost like a club where... Oh, definitely, man. Yeah, uh, and, and they got the, they got to be in the light and... Um, and, and you know what? Good, good for Rickles for being able to live a life of uh, uh, yeah, what no kind controversy. Of lives to ninety anyway. That is insane. Really? A healthy one, yeah, for sure. I mean, and they say his mind was with him t- like till the end. Like he was still, you know, he was like he would have to sit down on stage or whatever. And I think. I could be wrong, but I think he was performing maybe up until recently. Isn't it amazing how that works for some people? I think they call people like that like super agers. Oh, they, really? they have a term for it, yeah, that's super a, agers. Where a, uh, what an awesome as you get older, your your brain stays sharp as a tack. You you've seen it, you know. Some yeah. old people are they just have it. Yeah, yeah. And some old people, you're like you're the same age. You're, it's like you're, it's like when you see a, a six year old and they they talk like a person. You're like wow. Right. <laughs> Where did yeah. you come from? But they also say that intelligence has nothing to do with whether or not you're going to be a super ager. So you could you could get to a certain age, and despite the fact that maybe you wasted most of your time not reading any books, you could still be sharp as a tack compared to the smart guy who started declining in his fifties. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have dementia. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna be dude. I talk to myself all the time. Yeah. I and like I can't help it. It's getting worse as I get older. My uncle's I, terrified of it. I, I'm gonna have it. Like yeah. I I have a theory this is how dementia like i've always been a kid who talked to himself and i have a theory that this is how dementia develops in later age you're just always that person who like just thinks of things and like says things out loud as if you're living the memory and then you just get older and it's that yeah <laughs> you just kind of i do that now I'm in 30. the stream of consciousness just kind of letting it out yeah 
I, dude, in the shower, I'm like, yeah, what was that guy thinking? And, like, I'm just talking out loud about reviewing my day. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I do a little, every once in a while, I'll say something out loud, but, you know, normally, I don't know, I don't, I don't think about it. I Is just it usually it. one of those things where, like, it's a it's a horribly embarrassing experience where you, like, shudder it off? You're like, what the fuck was it? It's normally, it's just normally, I want to hear how it, Sounds, you yeah. know, like sometimes I'll I'll think of a joke in my mind, uh, or an in person, not even an impersonation, just kind of like a reaction or something, and I'll just kind of blurt it out, and yeah. no nobody will be around, or if they are, sometimes it's when I'm in the shower, you know, right, just, right, and, you know, and then whoever's just outside like, is just like, what the hell is Chris up to? The kids are like, Mom, Dad's talking to himself again, and he's still not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. My girlfriend all the time would be like, I heard you cackling in the shower. What did you come up with now? They just a donut, new donut bit or whatever. Right, yeah. Mine will be when I'm driving in the car. I'll yeah. talk to myself the entire way to work. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. well, my one of my aunts, uh, unfortunately, she came down with uh, early onset Alzheimer's, uh -huh. and uh, and you know when when I found out, I you know, I, I really felt bad, you know, and and you have to because it, it's family and that's what it's happening to. But one part of me was like, well, I'm. She's kind of not surprised. No, uh, also, you know, not like she knows. Right. right. <laughs> well, I, I, it comes out mean. I, I and I don't want to be completely insensitive to it. But right. now my uncle, whenever he forgets something, whenever now he knows it's his sister who has the early onset Alzheimer's, uh -huh. and so he starts kind of freaking out a little bit, like, "Oh my gosh, I, I hope I'm not going to get that." <laughs> I'm like, "I think I think you're good, Uncle Billy." <laughs> I think that would be the most terrifying thing, dude, because you just like it's like we're going hunting. I'm like, "No, we're not. I'm just going to mess with you too." <laughs> <laughs> We're not going hunting, dude. That's got to be the worst thing, like losing your mind like that. Yeah, it, it, I'm sure it's terrifying because you, you know, you, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. At the same time, there is a long period where you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you go and you go. How long was I out? Right. And you know your mind's like that's terrifying, man. Yeah. Yeah, you come back every once in a while, and and it, it's painful for the people that love you, yep. you know, and it's painful for you when you come to every once in a while. And uh, hopefully, by the time we get there, they'll have it, this stuff figured out, huh? Uh, Seth man. Rogen is doing the open's work, isn't right? He? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm sure I'll be able to afford it. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, maybe when technology comes around. Yeah, we'll, we'll see where uh, this stuff's going. <laughs> Did you get a new tattoo? No, I've had that the whole time. Forever? Uh, yeah, I was born with this. Uh, yeah. uh, that, no, it's older than this one, yeah. Oh, wow, I guess I've never seen you. Have I never seen you in short sleeves? No, I usually avoid it, because look how messed up my elbows are. Like, I don't, I, 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 like, I have these little tiny arms, and I don't like to show them off, so... Your I, arms aren't that much smaller than mine. You might even have... No, I don't. They're about the same with arm. But uh, if you'll notice, what I always wear, I always wear long sleeves rolled up, because I, I like to cover the elbow, because I don't, I, I get very Yeah, knobby elbows. Yeah, but how many people look at elbows? Everyone I, really? in my brain, in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought to like check out an elbow. I so. just real. This has to be the first time I've seen this yeah. man in a short sleeve shirt. Oh, absolutely! I never wear short sleeves. Yeah. Oh wow! Even yeah. during the summer, I, like I always wear a button-down shirt and roll up the sleeves. You do? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good I, uh, style for spring, but I, I get too hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll no, wear it with shorts, you know, like I'm on a safari or something, you know. You do. You are that guy. Uh -huh. The guy who comes out with khaki short, like cargo shorts and a... And a, and a button-down long sleeve shirt with you the know sleeves what, though, rolled up. I like that look. Oh, thanks, man. Because I'm a fan of it myself. 
uh, but it, like I always feel so douchey when I <laughs> people are just looking at me like, look at this boat shoe wearing mofo. Yeah, you got to be a pretty boy to pull it off. You do, and I'm yeah. not. And you got to get some gel in that hair. We'll get you some styling what paste. Hair? I'll show you the way. <laughs> I, uh, I I commit to a sweatshirt throughout the uh, the whole winter, even yeah. on warm days. But once spring. Like hits and we get the like next week it's gonna be in the seventies all week. Is it? I oh, doubt. Yeah. That's what the news guys are saying. I'll and I, I've, it when I see I've it. learned to take their word because when they tell me there's snow, there's at least some snow. You know, I thought that sh- this year I was like, wow, like I did not. That was not a swear by the no, way. No, that wasn't. That wasn't. That was just a. That was just a slur. <laughs> That's right. I'm yeah. slurring. Yeah. <laughs> um, th- I thought that this year because they were so accurate. Yeah. Like the last two years. They've been right on, dude. <laughs> With the snow? Yeah. Nah, there was one day this year they said there was going to be a bunch, and there was only a little bit. And this bull, the past snow, this past snow was awful because it didn't look as much. We didn't get as much as the blizzard, but holy moly, was that uh, heavy? You talking there, about last week? Last yeah, Saturday last too, week. Yeah, it was like chunks of ice. It was awful. I had to oh, drive yeah. in that. I had to take my dad to the airport. Yeah, I went Where to a certain beer at navigation, Virginia. Uh, okay, I just visited family. Yeah, no work actually. Oh, okay. Um, oh, remember how I was talking about the breathalyzers for weed? Yeah. yeah. My dad works for an evil company that's trying to install breathalyzers in cars as a regular feature. For oh, yeah. dude, you gotta kill him. I was friends with somebody who uh, had to have one of those. Yeah. Dude, I, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is—they're trying to make this like. I mean, he, and this has been developed for years. He was telling me a couple years ago where one of the problems they were trying to work out is. They, it's like in the steering wheel, so they yeah. had to figure out a way that it wouldn't turn off the car if somebody was in the back seat and like lean forward, like ah, what did that do? And then like their breath, yeah, on the sensor, right? Or somebody from the passenger seat, whatever. So it's been years. My dad's been working on this project, and they were working out the kinks and stuff. And like, uh, and I told him from the beginning, I was like, you know, you're you're. Uh, you're doing evil here. <laughs> and he was like, hey, man, it's a paycheck, brother. I got to do what I got to do to survive. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's what Hitler's soldiers said. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess he's got to do what he's got to do to survive. So <laughs> The economics of those companies fascinate me. Because it's like if you, if you have a company that's been developing a product for years but not selling it, how are you paying all the people there? Exactly. Like, yeah. where's that money coming from? Grants. Uh, it's all grants and yeah. stuff. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm certain of it. Grants from the government. Yeah, evil, yeah. evil grants. So that's my money he's taking. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's even worse. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like a German scientist in 1940. <laughs> Just experimenting on twins and midgets. <laughs> I think it's you know it's, it's oh, the dumb people that really that. ruin it for the rest of the people. It and, is, man. And it's consistently, it's. I mean, I, I'm fortunate enough to have never really been in a bad car accident. Me too. I've never caused one, never been in one. But is it fortune, or is it because you're a good driver? I feel like it's because I'm a good driver. I I'm very offensive when I drive. Uh, uh, offensive. Defensive. Defensive. As in, I don't tailgate. I thought right. you said offensive too. Oh, did you think I said offensive? Yeah. I've flipped plenty of people off. So. <laughs> I've flipped someone off. I like, I like yelling yeah, at people, like and I and I like flipping people off from time to time. You know uh, what I do a lot? I do this. I like I do like a throat slash at them. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That gets the cops called. You know, I, I I drive in Boston every day, and the skinny so skinny dude with weird elbows just <laughs> yeah, 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 just threatening cut doing cutthroats <laughs> at you. He he made a move like he was gonna knob me with his elbow. <laughs> 
But uh, I I used to be very angry, and then one day I was just like, I'm only making myself angry. I gotta stop. Yeah. And for the last like year and a half, I've been good, and just something with this week, mm. I don't know. But I started getting in bad habits again. But usually I just put a thumbs up. I go, oh, that, yeah, that's the way to drive. That's how you should do it. Totally. If it's a lady, I blow him a kiss. I like, I throw a little I like sex that. in him there. I yeah, like I'm that. like, yeah. A little bit of massage. Well, I, yeah. I like a little, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Move. Go. Oh. That's yeah. what I do. But then when my wife is in the car with me, she's like, stop yelling at them. You do the whole <laughs> presenting the road to them. Uh, yeah. I'm like, look, woman, I do this when you're not here, so <laughs> please don't try to correct me now that you are here. This makes me feel good. Don't take it away from me. Yeah. <laughs> and then she starts arguing with me. Then we start fighting because I'm yelling at somebody that has nothing to do with her. Yeah, and you're, yeah, you're like, this has nothing to do with her. <laughs> right, stay out of this woman. Between me and them. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was at a red light today, and a lady was like beeping at me to go right on the red but like the traffic was going too much where I wasn't comfortable going up front and yeah. I, I almost got out of my car like yeah. I was like this lady like we are stopped right now like I will go and then I was like what am I going to do once I get out there like because yeah. like, then I have to like uh, just like, then I have to commit like I have to try to kill that lady like as yeah. soon as I'm out of the yeah. car because then I'm going to look like just some you know you know what I really? Yeah, hate? you're like this sword's already out, sweetie. It doesn't go back in the sheet. <laughs> blood. <laughs> what what drives me absolutely crazy is if uh, there's only one car, right? There's no traffic. There's one car driving, and then uh, let's say you're you're driving up. There's a market basket on the right, and, yeah. and you're driving. It's the single car, and they slow down to let whoever is getting oh. out of market basket oh, out. Yeah. But they're the only car. Only one. If mm -hmm. they kept going, they wouldn't have. Had, the person would have been able to get out of. Yeah, the Anyway. Fluid traffic for everybody. But because they slow down, you have to kind of go through the motions like, oh, yeah, I can go. Okay, I can go. I can go now. Okay. Yeah. I hate it. driving me crazy. Just keep driving. It's, it's Why stop everything? Yeah. Oh, are you glad you did your good deed for the day? Oh, now my move gosh. On. I yeah. feel the same. Like, I, I feel like I have to yell at those people. And, like, and sometimes it even makes them get out slower because they're weirded out by the fact that they're slowing down. And right, they don't know right. if they should go. So now there's this awkward pause where if they just went, they would have gotten out like, sooner. Really, did, uh -huh. did you look in your rearview mirror to see you're the only one in this line of you? Yeah. Why are you stopping to let somebody go when... Yeah. It would have been much faster if you just kept the speed limit and let them go on their own. Yeah. I do that all the time. I look at my rear view. I go, nobody else. I'm not stopping for I, you, sweetie. I'm going right by. That's why I've always decided if I ever get depressed to the point where I want to kill myself, I'm going to kill those people first. <laughs> yep. oh. like, before I go out, I'm like, I'm taking speed out of people with me. My man's got an idea because, I, 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 like I said, this week I've fallen into bad habits, and that's all I've been thinking. I was like, if I'm at the end of my rope, I'm going up. Driving around Massachusetts, oh, no. and those I'm starting to cull the herd. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. Here's my other pet peeve: the people who are in the left lane going the speed limit, and you're going go. You're hitting them with the front of your car. Go. Yeah. Get, you're in the left lane, and then you go fine on the highway. On the highway. Oh yeah. You go fine. I'll pass you, and then just as you start to pass, they're like, "He's not gonna pass me," and then they hit the gas, and you're like, "Why would you do that?" Yeah. Right. You haven't been going fast this entire time. So I floor it, and then I cut them off. That's the, that's the only aggressive move I do, because it's me going, you're not going to go as fast as me, and this is how good a driver I am. I can pass you on the right, cut you off, and then leave you in my dust. Right. <laughs> I, I like to stay on the right side, just because I, I like to drive nice and slow. Slow and low. That's fine. Do you ever get mad race. enough at someone where you pull next to them and just drive next to them for yeah, a while and, and, and glare at them? Yeah. Like, look over here. Look at me. <laughs> never. Yeah. No, I've never Oh, I do it point. all the time to the point where I've almost hit people doing it because I wasn't oh, looking forward. Yeah. 
I, uh, no, I never make eye contact with other people, and uh, I try not to. Yeah. I remember I, I beeped at an old guy once because uh, there was, we're, we're going, we're up Bridge Street, and uh, there's another road, it's a side road, and he's letting everybody go. Oh, my like God. Like one person, two pe- I think he let like four people go. And then at this point, in my mind, I knew better not to beep at this old dude, because what, what does he have to do in a day? Exactly. He doesn't care. So I beeped at him. And he just let more people go. Yep. <laughs> oh, and you know he's what? Waving I'm to on me. this guy's side now. Uh, not me. Not me. At that, uh, you want to let four people go? Fine. Especially you were patient. You right. let him yeah. let four people go. Right. And then you go, hey buddy, other people got stuff to do. And he went, well, I've lived my life so <laughs> tough, pity. <laughs> and I'm he with just him. Made you sit there. <laughs> That's like a jerk. I you should have gotten I'm out with him. and blasted that you guy. You beep at me, again, this isn't going to work out for you now. Right, now that you yeah. had to go beeping, you had to open up your big I horn. like the beeping, man. I, I love being, like, or look, like, if the light turns green and they're not going, I give a quick little beep. You yeah. Know? I, I feel I'm very polite with my I beep. take yeah. every beep personally. <laughs> really? Every single one. One guy, <laughs> one time, I was turning into my neighborhood and I, like, wasn't paying attention and the light turned green and a guy beat me right away and I gave him the finger and he followed me back to my house and he was yelling at me on my front lawn and I think about it to this day where I'm like, I should I like, if I had a gun, I would have killed that guy and I would have had every oh, right. Because as soon as he got out of his car and started walking up my lawn at me and I shot him You're in the face, yeah. I had every defense and yeah. I would have felt great about it. And his kid was in the car and that kid's life would have been messed up forever. Uh, yeah. It would have been great. I, uh, I, I, I flipped somebody off when I knew I was in the wrong before. And uh, they followed me for a while, too. But I don't think I've ever done that one. <laughs> well, if, I was backing up. I think I went to a red box, and I remember it was like New Year's Eve, and I was backing out of my spot at the <laughs> same... called Native Americans' private parts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. Or I, a I, communist. <laughs> I, I think what I did might have been wrong, but it was kind of... What did you do? Like, I, th- I backed out while somebody was... They, the, I, I misconstrued the distance. I, I was backing out as somebody else was driving straight down the parking lot. And uh, uh, they no, had to slow fine. down and stop for me. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And they started honking at me, and I flipped them off. And it was, uh, and, and 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 they did not appreciate that I, at all. I give a wave now because because here's my logic: you're just it's, killing people with kindness. It's gonna annoy them so much yeah. more that they went <laughs> and laid on the horn, and I went, "Thank you." Yeah, yeah, no, that's like, true. They're like, no, you don't get it. I'm very angry. <laughs> Thank you. Like, right. it's such a better thing to do. And I really try to just be... Ve- that's the, I try yeah, that's to be what the old guy did to me. He was waving man, yeah. to me all nicely. Hey, bud. Yeah. Like, damn it, just, you're so much closer to death than me. Yeah. <laughs> it made me feel a little better thinking that. You know what I do? I'll, I'll, I do preemptive beeps now because I constantly have to deal with people just pulling out. It's, you know, especially in Boston. So if I see somebody that is potentially going to hit me, I'll, I'll just you beat I'll them before they even have the chance. Before they even start it, if the, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if you're inching, man. Get it. What are you <laughs> right. doing? Don't inch. Yeah. Don't inch. You only have a few. I, I don't need yeah. you in my space. <laughs> so hey, uh, there, there might be more of this on the other side of the break. We have to take one more break, and then we're going to come back and we're going to finish the. Uh, whoa! I can't play that one. Shoot. What can't you play? Uh, you're pretty when I'm drunk. I thought that was a different song. I remember I played that one time, and uh, I forgot about the really bad swears that were in it. So let me find another one. <laughs> I'm happy. I you're pretty when I'm drunk. It's a fun song though. It's, uh, Why is it even on here if it's got a bunch of swears? I thought I edited it, and I and I didn't. Oh, and okay. I remember I played it one year, 
And uh, we had to cut out of the song fairly quickly. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've ever heard uh, You're Pretty When I'm Drunk. I thought nah. it was I Wish I Was Queer So I Could Get Chicks. That's what I was hoping Oh, was. I've heard that one. But uh, but I can't find it. So we're going to go with No Effects and Rico. Okay. So uh, And then when we come back, there might be more uh, aggravating uh, uh, driving talk. Or I don't know. I don't know what we're going to come back. Who knows? So uh, stay with us. After party, 980 WCAP. We'll be right back. It really is that bad. It won't just go away. The party's It's about time we stop Cause I see the keg has been such dry Cisco emptied into the aquarium The fish all seem to float the X-Lax lines the dog ball The toilet's overflowed We've had our fun So There's nothing left We got no place left to go Crystal Blunt, join the studio. I got Rick Doucette, ah. Matt Barry, ah. <laughs> and uh, we got Bob Philpot pushing all the buttons and uh, bringing us back to break and playing the commercials and answering the phone. Thank you, Bob. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> he won't be here for the next two weeks. You going on vacation? I am. Where are you uh, going, Bob? Nice. I'm going someplace warm. Ah. That's pretty vague, dude. You well, should yeah. probably pick a more specific destination if you're going to go next week. Well, cool, well, Mom. What, what he means to, to say it. is it's a gaycation and the warm place <laughs> is a man's butt. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, no, there's not. I was just saying that's where <laughs> Man, I've never heard the portmanteau gaycation before. And it's like, it's one of those things that's so obvious. It's like, oh, man, how come no one ever said that to me? <laughs> uh, Gaycation's a good band name. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they play in Rhode Island a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. Geekation all I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is the uh, the rest of the show. we got 15 minutes left. And uh, Oh, my. What are um, we to do? I, I don't know. We could talk about more we things could, that bug us about people driving. We could run in know, place. But I feel like I got... We could run in place. But Man, I'm not running like we, in place at 1145 we, we'd at get night. get sweatier get than we're comfortable with. I know. And my butt is so sweaty. Like, yeah. these chairs are like pleather, and this place is kind of hot, like... Yeah. It's like hot but cold. This is the worst time in Massachusetts because it's like hot but cold. So I always just have a thin layer of sweat like on my skin, but I still need a jacket on. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you can't be pulling shorts out yet. You uh, know, you're no. definitely not ready for shorts. Unless you're a fat guy. Like right. Those, then you like, shorts year round. Yeah, Khaki well, shorts. Oh, yeah. Townies, yeah. we call them. Yeah. <laughs> or like those ska fat guys who always wear shorts. Yeah. You know? I always wonder, especially <laughs> yeah. like. 
there's real fat guys that never even wear coats. They're always like short sleeves, right? Yeah. And I always wonder if it's like like a manly thing, like they're trying to prove something, or because they all it's like bragging rights. Like, yeah, man, I don't, I never wear a jacket. I yeah, I always hate. I don't those get colds. Yeah, and we're like, dude, you're you're fat because <laughs> that's why. Yeah, and, yeah, you're a big old fat stack of meat. That's that, why. That's okay. Well, I think uh, I think being fat in itself is manly, you know. So I think that uh, really it's it's the very. Much I respect the, same. the people that can wear their fat nicely like, yeah. where they can wear like tight shirts and it doesn't because for me I'm not going to wear a tight shirt and and, and I, I get to the point where I'm like oh sh- See, shoot I, I think you're a good looking fat dude yeah, like if I could be fat the way you are, like you, you're like you're you're robust. You don't have that like drippy fat, you know. Right. Exactly. Well, you're not solid yet. all around. If I if I let it go further, then give me another year or two. Right. I, like I run a few miles a day just so I can keep up with the fatness. See, that's know? crazy. I, I haven't run more than one mile in uh, you know really? decades. Yeah. Oh, it sucks, man. And yeah, even then, it's I always been on a treadmill. You have to like <laughs> exercise to keep up with still being fat, and yeah. it, it's very. Uh, it's not very motivating, you know, and even running. And then, and then you know, you're trying to do well, and then certain things pop and swell, and, you know, it, it's not easy being fat. So I stopped doing <laughs> so maybe, stop running. Maybe you're not fat. You're just swollen from all this uh, running. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's my excuse and sticking to it. Like, yeah. if we put some ice on you in two days, you're going to look like me. It's going to be crazy. Right. Well, that's right, dude. You, you got a good uh, you got a good fat yeah, hold there, you man. Got you got a healthy fatness, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to try to keep hold on that, uh, my wife uh, would disagree, saying that I could uh, afford the uh, the poundage to be lost. Yeah, well, what does she know? Have you yeah. seen her haircut? Oh my god! But but I always respect the people that like. I mean, I I wouldn't do it, but they wear like really tight clothing so you could see all the folds, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, man, good for you. Yeah, you know, you're uh, comfortable in your skin. Yeah. Well, th- again, there's just also like there's also that thing of like kind of holding it well. Like, dude, I'm I'm starting to get a belly. And it belly getting fat doesn't look good on skinny dudes. Oh yeah, I got that. <laughs> yeah, because you got like fat the, just right here the in the fat middle. Skinny guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's only the hips and the and the stomach. And it's I all tell beer. people uh, I look like bagpipes when I'm naked because I'm like <laughs> I'm like mushy in the middle, but then the rest is just these pointing out straight parts. Like uh, that's the best description I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> bagpipes. No one wants to blow into. <laughs> bagpipes, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> a new stage name. Yeah, man. I do not like, like, because I know what, you know what, you know what tipped me off? I noticed is that my, my t-shirt was no longer touching my pants. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Bob gets it. Oh, I know uh, that one. Uh, I, I looked down, I was just like, no. <laughs> like a gust of wind would blow up at like a skirt, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. yeah. And I have to tuck it down like Marilyn Monroe. Oh, boys, boys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it gets frustrating, especially in in the winter, because throughout the warmer months, I I love to run outside. I get the blisters on the feet and everything, and uh, now I got my son who rides a bike, and I run behind him while he's he's riding, and it, it, it's fun for me. But I got uh, like a car commercial. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's just, uh, yeah, man. It, it, it sucks because if you've grown up fat, you're always going to be fighting it. But if you've yeah. grown up skinny, uh, you're pretty much all set. All you got to do is exercise 
once in a while and yeah. you're going to drop whatever you got. I'll yeah, be honest. I don't know how hard that is. It really I is. do know how hard it is. <laughs> it really is. Especially knowing, like, I really don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And me, I'm like, <sighs> I, I want to wear clothes that fit. Yeah. Like, dude, if I cut out beer for a couple weeks and I, like, do some crunches, like, I'll be good. Right. Enough, you know? Well, you had one of the, the weirdest body turnarounds because you went through that fat phase for a little while and then you got skinny in, like, a week and a half. Were it you, was bizarre. And you loved it. I miss being that big. Dude, dude, I miss you being that fat. Fat Rick was my favorite Rick. I know. I, that was my favorite me, dude. Fatty Rick! It was, like, <laughs> it was like a healthy fat, too, because I was just working. I was just um, right. working out all the time, just eating. Just, yeah. I was eating tw- like 24 hours a day and working out probably 18, because I was unemployed, dude. I was unemployed looking for jobs. Yeah. All I had to do was just eat burritos and work out. We're in great shape. Uh, when I was in the military, I remember I was, we were making fun of the skinny dude, and he's like, you know what? You know what I'm going to do, Publon? I'm going to order pizza tonight at midnight. And guess what? I'm going to eat the whole thing. And then I'm going to eat some donuts. And I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to feel fine. And I'm like, I hate you. Because <laughs> I, I always had to eat right, because if I weighed too much, they would put me on uh, the body composition program. Oh. And even though I exercised more than anybody in, in my freaking squadron, I was always at risk for being on the body comp program. you got to be able to fit through the portholes. Well, no, I was, I was good. <laughs> Look, I was on ship for uh, six months. When I got off ship, I was 195, 195 pounds. I'm, I'm well over that now. I think but, that's where I'm at. But I could do 18 Marine Corps pull-ups. I could do like I could run three miles in uh, 19 minutes. What's the difference between a Marine Corps pull-up and a regular? Pull-up? Uh, uh, you ever you see know. somebody doing pull-ups where they only go halfway down and then they go back up and they're like, oh, one, yeah, two, yeah, yeah. three, four, five, and they do like 30, yeah. but they only went halfway down. With uh, Marine Corps pull-ups, you have to lock your arms in between every pull-up. You have to lock them. You have to lock them out. I'll, and I don't go even back think up. that's healthy for you. Yeah, like, like, I, I'm pretty sure you're only supposed to. Go like because that's what I'll do. Yeah, you don't like want to hyperextend. Yeah, yeah, like you're how supposed you would do to go with, uh, down as far as you possibly can before you go back up. And how they'll count it if you start going down halfway, they'll be like one, one. two, one. three, three, three. Yep. And you're like ah, <laughs> four, five, six, six. And you're like oh, I hate you. <laughs> and then you screwed up because you didn't go down all the way, you know. <sighs> but I got I got 18. It was the most I was ever able to do. And then with my last six months of being in the Marines, they put me in the body composition program. So I'd have to wake up every morning at 5.30, meet with all the fat Marines by 5.45, <laughs> and then they'd make us run. And I remember they made us run four miles, and I finished my four miles before all the fat Marines made it to the two-mile mark. And I'm like, Pooblin, why are you here? <laughs> like, Marines, I'm fat, Sergeant. <laughs> that was it, you know? And when you're on that program, you can't get promoted either. So I was stuck as a corporal. Oh, oh no. I, I made the score to be Sergeant, but I couldn't body get shaming. it. Because, yeah, because I... I I was like overweight by Marine Corps standards. That's body shaming. Yeah. You know what I love that I found out recently is that drill instructors can't swear anymore. Really? Even Marine drill instructors? I don't know about the Marines. Because they'd be, they'd be like, hey, bitch, get over here. And you'd have to really? listen to them. I was on... They know, at least can't say the F word. I know that. When I was... This was the worst. Every night you get an hour of free time. And then um, when you walk by a drill instructor, you have to give the greeting of the day. And uh, we were halfway through our hour of free time. Wait, is this real free time? Or is it like, all right, we have several different stations set up. We have the drawing station, the this coloring is, station. All it's you're free really time. allowed to do is... Uh, uh, lift weights or write letters home. Okay, so it's yeah. the free time, the school free time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I had to use the restroom, so I walked by the drone instructor and I was holding my canteen and I said, "Good morning, sir." And this was nighttime. He's like, "Get back here, bitch." <laughs> 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 what time of day is it? I'm like, "It's nighttime, sir." He's like, "What'd you say?" 
Morning, sir. <laughs> He's like, get up on that pull-up bar and do 25 pull-ups. And oh, if you start, no. if you fall, you have to start over. And I got up to 18 and I fell like an idiot. And I was, he's like, oh, looks like you're starting over, bitch. He kept calling me bitch. And then I, when I was hanging there, uh, I was Which, like, I by can't. Way, was that on your name tag or was no? He, no, this okay. is just what he called <laughs> me. Maybe man. he's making a. He called everybody that. And then <laughs> I remember uh, it was towards the end of free. I was hanging on this pull-up bar. My arms felt like Popeye. Yeah, you know, and he's like, "Get online, homosexual." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> That's not the word he used. Uh, no, no, he? he you no, he literally said the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> See what I mean? And, and uh, you know what? I didn't care because I knew what I was, and I just wanted to get off this damn yeah, pull-up bar. <laughs> no, I, I knew I, I'm hetero. He's but, like, he's right. <laughs> but I, I just ran to the line, and uh, one of my friends called him out. He's like, "This recruit is not a homosexual." And you know what? If I could go back in time, I would have done that. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to argue with this guy. <laughs> I know what I he like. Seems to know and... what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, come find out. This guy, he ended up going to prison for some time for some. Bad things that uh, like he shouldn't have been doing uh, uh, sexual abuse among somebody else, and you know what? Adults like uh, it, well, I'll, I'll tell you off here. It's, it's really bad. So is this like the worst thing you could do to somebody? Maybe I feel like it is. Okay, uh, and and you know the what, worst kind, kind of, of person to do it to? Yes. Okay, so it, it left there. kind of a stain. He was a really bad person. Oh, and he left stains? No. Well, he, he, he wasn't a good drill. And it sucked, because you look back and you, some of the things made sense, because he was an abusive dude anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you he know, got just, to lead our platoon. <laughs> they just caught that cop in Al- Attleboro. Oh, yeah? We, did you hear about that? I did not. I think it's the same kind of idea we're going with. Yeah, we'll leave it vague, yeah. but I think it's kind it's of awful the same idea. It happens, yeah. But, um... But yeah, now that they can't swear, good. I heard they have stress cards now. Dude, I... I I was that, in boot camp in 2004, and they've been slowly getting easier on recruits throughout the years. That's what I noticed, and that's my dad said that, because what they used to do when they would pin your... Uh, is put it right into your they'd, collarbone, yeah. They'd punch it into you. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. they would put the bear pins on your thing, yeah. and uh, instead of putting the backings on like a nice person would do when they pin something on you, they just punch it into I your chest. Lucky. It didn't happen to me. Yeah. However, when I got corporal, they uh, ever see somebody dressed up, and uh, they have the blue pants, but they have that red line going down yeah, the yeah. leg. That's called the blood stripe. And when you get that, that's when you hit NCO. You have your uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but everybody takes turns kneeing you in the leg. Oh. And uh, I thought I got away, and I wasn't going to get it, but I got it. I was held down, and everybody, like, kneed me in the leg as hard ah. as they could. Ugh. That was awful, man. You're walking funny for a few days. I bet, That's dude. not good, man. I And, uh, like, that kind of stuff, whatever, but um, this drill, I was watching this thing with this drill instructor was saying, Frig, you friggin' better friggin' friggin', yeah. I don't give a crud, you frig. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, how are you going to be ready for war? <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle the F word. And also, this this was, it was like a prison to... Uh, uh, prison alternative program where you could go into boot camp, be- go to the military to yeah. avoid prison. Right. It's like, dude, this guy's yelling at hardened criminals with like 15 to life sentences who are trying to do this like to get out of prison. And what? That's like the you're- Suicide Squad, man. Yeah, what? You're going to break them by yelling <laughs> frig in their face? Right. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? Are they going to go to war or are they going to ride on bathroom stalls in elementary school? <laughs> 
when we were learning how to shoot machine guns, they told you to say, uh, uh, when you're pulling the trigger, to know when to let it go. You, you scream, die, mother lover, die. And then you let go of the trigger. Ah, and then they, three second Yeah, roll. yeah. And they <laughs> said, look, if you don't like swearing, you can say, die, fuzzy bunny, die. <laughs> you do the same thing. Oh so some God. people would yell, die, fuzzy bunny, die. <laughs> do, you see how, do you see why, like, that's hilarious. All right, I want you to go kill that man. But if you don't feel comfortable calling names, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. what are we doing here in this country? <laughs> yeah, man, boot camp, it was a, just a weird experience. I bet. Uh, I'm just some, happy it's over. Some mean guy yelling at you all the time, so I never went. My dad tried to get, he was like, hey, you know, you know I was like, you know, I have talent, so I don't think I need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I, I really needed the kick. You know, I, I needed something. Yeah, I had to get out of what I was doing when I was a kid, and uh, I think it helped clean up a lot of my life. And and uh, you know what? I, I was under the uh, under the thought process that I, I think it should almost be mandatory for some people to to join something to give to the country. And uh, maybe not the Marines. Maybe you could choose what you join, but do like a quick four year service. So I see what you're saying. You know, uh, and. But it would never fly. It well, wouldn't. what I'm saying is, like, dude, as far as the responsibility thing, like, tech school. Like, yeah. I, I wish I had some sort of structure. I wish I had listened to my dad and just went into tech school and high school. Yeah. would have given me discipline or whatever. But I think, I think you're right, man, especially, do, like, guys. I think guys need some sort of structure in their teens that teaches you. Because, dude, in my first, like, from 20 to 25, I was useless. Like, right. What was I? I, I just look back, I'm like, what was I doing? Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. That's why when I was 20, I remember uh, uh, getting into shenanigans, and I met a 25-year-old who was living in his mother's basement, getting into the same shenanigans. Hey, wrong with that. Well, <laughs> leave that man alone. Well, for me, I was thinking like, where am I going? I just yeah. I, I I paid six hundred dollars for a math class, and I chose to party instead, <laughs> and I wasted all that money. Why not just do something I with my life for party. a few years? Yeah, six hundred dollars a party. So so that's what was like the deciding point. I'm like, hey, uh, sir, I want to join the Marines, and he's like, well, he asked me a few questions, and he's like, do you smoke marijuana? I'm like, yes. When was the last time? This morning. Before <laughs> that, the day before. <laughs> <laughs> day before that, it was like okay, Is we're this weird. Bugs Bunny, you know, Sammy, 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 what about this line? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he he had me like running like ten miles, and uh, I ended up I, I I got off of it. I stopped smoking altogether, and then I joined the Marines. Yeah, and, and and I feel like that gave my life some structure and and purpose for where I was at. And I feel like if you know if 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 I I wish I made the decision when I was eighteen. Yeah, you know. But then again, maybe it would have been a different situation because 2004 things weren't as bad as they right. were 2003 2002 yeah I, I look back and I go like you know because especially like uh, from a writing aspect like a lot of great writers went to war you know Carlin served in the military yeah Vonnegut was in the war um, and, but, and so I was just like yeah I kind of wish I had gotten that like experience um, then you have like a nice little like you have like at least some money when you come out, yeah. You know, like <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I don't know. My cousin, I mean, guys, you get benefits out the ass. Yeah, that's you get for benefits, sure. and, and that's if, you're, if you're smart with it, usually when you're in the military, like I know a lot of guys who when they're in the military, they don't have to pay for anything, so they right. just yeah. stock away all their pay. Yeah. I was not one of those people. <laughs> Even I got back from Iraq, I had like fourteen thousand dollars, and I just. 
blown. Yeah, I went to film school instead, and I came out with negative eighty thousand dollars. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I look we, back on it all the time, like what it is. You, want, you guys have anything yeah. to plug? Because we literally have like a minute left. Nope. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do oh. a show at the VFW in Needham this Saturday, uh, and then I'm gonna be at Mohegan Sun four twenty to four twenty two with Harlem Williams. Yeah, you right. Very nice. And I just want to plug the uh, Lowell. Public Library and the Maryland <laughs> Valley Public Library Consortium because, uh, as we said earlier in the show, you can get anything you want, uh, and they're up to date online. I ordered a book on a Saturday, got it on a Tuesday. So very nice. So hey, thank you, Rick. You said thank you, Matt Thanks, Barry. Man. Thank you, Bob Philpon. And uh, thank you all for listening. Now, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I think it's time for bed. We have Dick Summers. He'll put you to sleep with his lady wonder wench. Every time you say that, I'm uh, you're like on the verge of saying it's something different. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get some sleep, everybody. <laughs>